but I love this a lot. It says, this networking shit for real easy. And it's a screenshot <laughs> of your DMs that you sent a Garfield plushie to Brit Balls. Brit Balls a friend. <laughs> I asked, guys, I'm going to break my question and just tell you this. I asked Froggy for a photo for the thumbnail for this video that is eventually going to go on YouTube as well as for the ad. And he's like, oh man, all right, let me just take one real quick. And he takes it with the plushie of Garfield. Did you, did you notice that I had a cowboy Garfield shirt on too? 100%. You've got to pay oh attention God, yeah, to the details. hour nap today and like before this and after this is like all i could think about because i'm always so nervous to be a part of something that seems so like official mm -hmm. and this is definitely one of those things for me oh that's where it's like kind. oh my god this feels like i'm on like another level right now <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate so, like, it i, I appreciate like this i appreciate the kind words here's the thing you uh, I, of doing this for over 129 times i will say mm -hmm. this I would say 98 to 99% of the creators I've worked with all have said the same thing. It doesn't oh. matter your age. It doesn't matter how long yeah. you've been doing this. I think it's the feeling of being on someone else's channel that it's just like, oh, shit, like I got to I gotta come correct. And I also, you know, I don't really know all the questions. I think there's a beauty in improv and in just having conversation. Yeah. And so I promise you this, all right? Give it 30 minutes. It goes away fairly quickly and all that jazz. But tell me, you, you said today you. what you've been up to. You said you took a three-hour nap? Yeah, okay. So, um sometimes when anxiety is high, mm -hmm. you just sleep it out. You just sleep it out sure. hard. You just get I got I'm going to just be completely unfiltered, completely unsettered here. I got blasted out of my my mind. I took like fucking four or five bong rips and I just fell asleep, right? <laughs> and then I woke up a new man, ready yeah. to be on the Mom's the Host show. How are you not you blasted know? right now, dude? Okay, so I'm like I'm like an everyday smoker, which is something that I'm not exactly proud about. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> But I, I I am an everyday smoker, so I I'm pretty pretty used to it. But that's yeah my. <laughs> Fair I, I did just just smoke and fall asleep, and then uh, right before the stream, I made some green tea, Ooh. hung out with my cat. Mm -hmm. uh, I played a little bit of Apex Legends uh -huh. this morning. I you know I just my my days are kind of just me sitting here mm -hmm. <laughs> in a room, getting high, <laughs> playing video games, <laughs> hanging out with my cat. That like, sounds like dude, the dream. Like I'm, I'm not day, seeing the basically. problem here right now, Froggy. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the solution is at that point. But I love that. It, the, the green tea is calming. You're ready to go. I'm excited to have you here. Uh, here's the thing, Froggy. Ooh, you got it on deck too. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I start off these shows the same way and I tell the guests mm -hmm. how we got connected, you know. And, and with yourself, yeah. it was something interesting. Uh, you know, I've seen you around Twitter. But it was an episode of The Network, one of my other shows that I do on Wednesdays, where Britt just tells me one night. She's like, yo, you know who Froggy is? And I say, yeah, I've seen him around. Why? He's like, bro, you got to have him on. You got to do this. Just do Are the show. Dude, that, that, like, hey. that's so wholesome. Are you serious? It's, it's literally as Dude, easy Brit as that. Is great. People Brit think is that so it's, great. it's viewer counts or some shit like that. I'm like, nah, it's just oh. if someone vouches for you and that I know and that I appreciate, yeah, more often than not, I'll, I'll check you out and we'll, we'll do the show. But... Uh, on top of that, what's even funnier is like, so we had that connection with Brit, but then mm -hmm. even as recent as last night, I was playing Val with a, a friend of mine. Her name's Tessa. 
and she's like, "Yeah, oh, you know Tessa." Yeah, I know. Yeah, so. I saw you pop in mm -hmm. her chat yesterday. I was, I was yeah. getting ruined on Val, and I was embarrassed. I was like, "I I'm can't so let my guests see me like this." What's up? I'm so bad at Valorant. It's oh. okay. I'm so terrible. It's no Tessa. Tessa's amazing too. I I met Tessa through um, Chris Udala's chat. Mm -hmm. I don't know how familiar you are, because mm -hmm. um, uh, he he's he's one of my favorite streamers of all time. He's like one of the biggest reasons that I. Uh, felt comfortable branching into variety content because like wow. he he'd been hosting me a lot and his community was kind of meshing with mine and it was like this beautiful moment so i i feel like i owe a lot to him and i found brit balls through through his host actually really so yeah so it's actually like <laughs> like full circle where um i found chris udala then i found tess but through chris i found brit and through brit i found you and you know it's like it's like a whole thing and I, that's that's so cool and that's what i love about twitch right mm-hmm it's, it's it's not just, as big as we think it is. Thing. You know, people are no. thinking that there are 9 million content creators and counting and yet everyone to some degree is connected. Like you know people yeah. who know people. And and I don't know if, if the viewers or communities are aware of this, but people talk. Like creators talk. We all we all have our thing. We all know each other to some degree aware of whether it be know of. But so it, it was a no-brainer to have you on. As a matter of fact, I was supposed to have you on December, but I knew you were in the process of moving yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. your own thing. So I was like, mm -hmm. by all means, let's let's hold out a little bit. But I'm glad to have you here. All right, I'm glad to have you here today. Um, excited to, to learn about your life, both online and off. All right, it's pretty interesting. So I've got a pretty interesting life. <laughs> That's dope. So this first part, all right, we're going to get into mm -hmm. the streamer's life, all right? We're going to talk about your your body of work here on the Purple platform, all right? Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this. How long have you had your Twitch account in general? And I'm saying before streaming, if that applies. Uh, I want to say like five years, like maybe four and a half years. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got Twitch like years ago when i watched some youtuber i i watched a bunch mention it and mm -hmm. he was like ah oh, you guys can watch all of this live for hours at a time and i started originally by only watching vods because i was too nervous to chat which mm. like looking back that sounds kind of ridiculous right like being too nervous to type in a twitch chat but like i was very much like that yeah. and um i would start by watching streamers um vods over and over again like, i would be like oh my god this guy played overwatch for fucking six hours straight i'm just gonna sit here and do nothing but watch this vod the whole way through and that's actual insane person behavior mm -hmm. but that was like my real introduction to twitch and um you know once i finally started like typing in chats everything it was it was a whole new world opened up i yeah. basically had like a weird transition period from like I watch YouTube content. Now I watch Twitch content, but I'm watching it like it's YouTube content. Mm -hmm. And now I'm watching Twitch content. Do you have a preference right now? Do you feel like you've really fully embraced this Twitch environment and the culture and, and all that? Or do you still find yourself on the YouTube side of things in terms of how you digest content? Oh, my God. I like uh, let, let's just take Twitch emotes as a big example, because I think when people yeah. say like, Twitch culture, like obviously that's one of the biggest things that they have over other platforms, right? Is is emote culture. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, PogChamp just doesn't hit the same on YouTube, and, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll never and I'll and I'll never be able to to monk a W is good, you know. Mm -hmm. True. I, I think I think the moment that I started saying any Twitch emote out loud, like I was sealed, like I was fucked. I'm just <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm 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 cuffed to Twitch now. They own me. Yeah. That's great. I love so. that. I love that. So you, you said that you've been on the platform for about 4.5 to 5 years. Uh, when no. did you hit that go live button for the very first time? 
So, okay, this is actually a pretty cool story. Is um my my roommate who I currently live with, I've known him, and I believe I, I saw him follow in your chat earlier. I, I've known him since I was uh 11 years old. Wow. We we met it, we met in middle school, right? Um back in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh he he moved away in the eighth grade. We we're really good friends in sixth and seventh grade, but basically uh, he bought me my first gaming laptop that I could that I could go stream on. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I come from like um, a poor background. Like I, I lived with uh, grandma. We'll get we'll get into that earlier or later. But uh, he bought me my first laptop. And I the first <laughs> the first few days that I that I went live, I was playing Paladins, obviously, because I was really involved with that community back then. Mm-hmm. But the first few days that I had gone live, um, I, I couldn't do it without <laughs> without him being in the call with me. <laughs> Because again, I was just way too nervous. I was so yeah. nervous about like being live in front of people alone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's been like a theme in general for me on Twitch is just like being nervous all the time. But yeah, I would say like January, around this time, four years ago, maybe like January 2018, mm-hmm. I went live for the first time. Wow, January 2018. And so you, you talk about the nervousness and, and the anxieties of it all, <laughs> but that's fascinating because it's like, the the ability to go live that's such a that's nerve wracking yeah no uh, matter what yeah but you still had the passion and drive to do so you still wanted to be a part of this all everything that you've yeah. enjoyed uh, <laughs> back then four or five years ago you're still like you know what even if I have those feelings I still want to be a part of this how did you overcome that how did you overcome those anxieties and say you know what screw it I'm still gonna go live even with that mindset of you know not wanting to go live essentially. God, like that's dude, like that's the thing that makes you a good interviewer, right? It's like you can ask questions like that. I would never think of that. <laughs> yeah. I, if I, like, I, and like, nice. Not to like like derail the question, but like yeah. if I was in your position right now, I'd be like, um, I don't know what to say, dude. Fine. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I, I I kind of just deal with the anxieties the same way that I that I do now. It's just like it's it's not any less present, mm. but it's something that I'm so passionate about that I don't wow. exactly want to let it hold me back. You know. And I mean, anxiety is something that like a lot of people who spend their time terminally online deal with, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I, I know that definitely like people in chat and maybe even you are like no stranger to to anxiety. But um, I, I'd say like my my passion for streaming like heavily outweighs my anxiety. So like even now when I'm like kind of shaking and like kind of sweating and like I'm really nervous, and I'm doing like the leg bounce thing. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm still having a great time. You know, I still think that this is like so, so, so fun. I love that. I love that. That's so dope. That's so dope. You, you mentioned that you were here for quite some time. Four years is a lot of time to be mm-hmm. on this yeah. platform. How have you seen it changed, in your opinion, uh, throughout the years? Oh my Better, God. I worse? Remember, <laughs> I remember when they first added gifting subs to this platform and yeah. how much of like a fucking, how much of a game changer that was. <laughs> because I feel like, I feel like Twitter, and I don't, I don't know if this is exactly answering <laughs> the question, but I feel like Twitch wasn't making an insane amount of money until gift subs, right? And I don't know if yeah. you were on Twitch back then, but the moment that that got added, it felt like everything just like went into place and exploded. And I definitely didn't feel like um, I had a place as like a full time streamer until <laughs> until that hit either. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that was one of the one of the biggest changes. Uh, but one of my favorite Twitch changes of all time was them adding animated emotes. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta mm-hmm. say. Gotta say, I've loved they, them. They need, I wish they needed. I wish they would do it for for affiliates still. I I thought they were. I'm pretty sure they, they are. Have, haven't they done it for affiliates? I'm so? pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the that's the next move there. But that's awesome. I love that so much. Here's here's the thing. All right, 
I want to get to this. The reason I, I keep underlining your years here as a creator on mm-hmm. Twitch, I think it's really important. You know, you, you've seen the changes. You've seen creators come and go, pop off trends of this space. But I want to talk specifically about you as the person. I'm going to ask you here, Froggy, mm-hmm. how have you as a creator evolved from when you first started oh back in 2018? So, I mean, I was just uh, nervous. I was 16 years old, right? I was yeah. I was just this nervous 16-year-old kid. I would never stream with face cam. Um, I was just trying to get better at a game called Paladins. I was trying to get known in that community a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so it's weird because when I, when I, you know, when I, while I was on Twitch for such a long time and streaming on Twitch for such a long time, I was in this like weird cubby of the internet where like only the bravest of souls go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I've, I've definitely, I'd say the biggest thing is I, I have like a certain level of confidence right now, uh, that I definitely didn't have four years ago. And you kind of have to have like a weird, like confidence armor as a Twitch streamer, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, uh. You got to at least put a little bit of your balls into everything. I had no other better word to <laughs> Listen, You got to put your balls into everything. Uh, does that confidence translate outside of stream too? Uh, no. <laughs> True. I, dude, no, I mean, it does. Like, I, I guess like four years ago, I would, I would have been too nervous to like even order from a drive-thru, right? And it's like... Talking to people and meeting all these people on Twitch has definitely helped me get over a lot of my anxieties. Mm-hmm. All, a lot of my general anxieties of just like talking to people. It's, it's fascinating because when I started looking to your content, when I started looking to who you are, I would have never guessed the anxiety part. I, I saw this person across my screen. I'm like, this person is definitely balls to the wall. This person is brash. His, you know, he's talking about itching his nuts on, on Twitter. And I just, that's when you know I did my homework. But I just sit here and I'm like, Wait, this guy is telling me that. And I love that you say it's something you still deal with when we were talking about the anxiety, yeah. oh, where yeah. it doesn't go away. People tend to think that you know, just because you go live and you have this energy about you that you're not dealing with something internally. I think that's very important to understand from Crater. So I love that a ton. I, I appreciate the candor and the honesty yeah. for that. Um, but I, yeah, seeing you grow and seeing you have that, that kind of courage and strength to be like, you know what, I'm going to try new things, uh, whether that be content-wise or even just who you are as a person. That's, that's vital in this industry, I think, as a creator, uh, to constantly evolve uh, with the times and, 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 and find your sweet spot there. Now, here's the thing, Froggy. I don't know if you've ever watched this show. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, oh, I have. Okay. So you should know what we're about to dance our way into then here. In just uh, in, is, it, is it the Twitter time? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Hey, that's, that's, give it some time, Froggy. I, 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 I watched two interviews. I was like, I was, yeah. like, I was confident, dude. I was confident. I, I watched the one that you did with Cake, and I watched the one that you did with Brit. Ah, whoa. Those are old right. ones. Those are ones that have even different oh, like, well, iterations. I was scrolling. I was scrolling through, and I was like, "Who, who are two of the content creators in here? I'm like the most fascinated by. Like, mm-hmm. Those were those were my top two. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, then you should know this. All right, here's the thing. I'm I'm fairly new, as a matter of fact. We're actually leaning mm-hmm. into the second full year of me being a streamer here on Twitch. That's so sick, dude. It's it's amazing. I love You're it doing so much. So well. Oh man, I appreciate it. It's an old. I think it's being the old school frog here. That's the reason why I, everyone's so young. So it's like being able to be older and not a freak or a weirdo. It, you stand out. It's amazing by being just a decent person can make you stand out here. <laughs> but here's the thing. I can't be on Twitch uh, everywhere. So I'm here on your channel and I have three of your clips. And okay, I just right, right. <laughs> I just want to talk right, to you right. about them. All right, Froggy? Right, 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 right. 
right, we're right, gonna right. watch these clips together and i'm gonna have you explain what's happening there all right i want you to explain to me what's going on and and the context behind it all right so yeah captain uh if you got this the stream up i'm gonna switch over scenes right here right now all right you this first clip just says he climbed in xd oh i love this clip so i i have no idea what's going on it's only 28 seconds long we're gonna listen to it and then we're gonna you're gonna tell me what's going on here and why all right easy as that oh yeah ready let's give it a listen all right boys this is it this is it So this is this is pretty crazy for quite a few reasons. Now, I don't know if you saw that he climbed up was referencing there is a frog in my fucking background on the wall. That had it nothing to do with the toilet in the, the foot. It the frog climbs up the fucking wall, dude. There Wait. was literally Okay, yeah, just wa yeah, watch the clip back. You don't don't pay attention to the foot, just watch my face cam, watch the background. There's a frog climbing up the goddamn oh wall. Oh my gosh. I completely so that was, missed this right here. That was that was what the what the clip is referencing is the is the frog climbing up the wall. I okay so so one day and like I said I mentioned I lived mm -hmm. with my grandma before I before I moved right so mm -hmm. um one day my grandma's a little older she was a little she's a little a little confused um she opened the door and she saw a frog right outside on the, on the ground and she claimed that he looked scared so she let him in and she would just went went upstairs to bed right and the frog while downstairs in our in our living room. He hopped his way all the way upstairs into my into my bedroom, climbed up the fucking walls during my stream. Like I couldn't have made it up. It was so good. My name was I believe my name was Froggers back then, so it still was like super on brand. Yeah, it was amazing. And was this I, not a pet, or is this just a Roman? No, frog? no. Literally, my grandma grabbed a frog from outside. I'm That's dead serious. Terrifying. I've never had a pet frog. That's terrifying. But what are the chances? I love that because I I'll be honest with you. I had everything I had in my mind was prepared to talk about why the hell someone mm -hmm. put their foot in the toilet. Mm. I had no I <laughs> fucking idea about the frog. I had no idea about this. So that that is my my friend Greg, which um, my my community will mention that name a lot. Greg, mm -hmm. he's just he's he's kind of uh, an iconic figure. He's he's been one of my closest friends for years. Uh, we say his name a lot, Greg, just mm -hmm. like that. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> he. I, I don't remember what what the uh, what the thing was. I, I think it was like if I win a game that I was definitely losing, he would stick his foot in the toilet. And I was like, Greg, you're going to stick your goddamn foot in the toilet. And he did it. And, you know, I, I really got to respect him for that because I it, it ended up making a moment that's like so iconic for my channel. And genuinely, you picked out my favorite clip of all time Aww. just because there's so much <laughs> there's so much going on a frog's climbing up my wall while i watch one of my closest friends stick his fucking foot in the toilet like that that's that's absolutely ridiculous right like that's absolutely fucking <laughs> that's like shit. a fucking pixar easter egg the frog thing even though it's titled like i didn't even see that at all i was so focused yeah. on the foot what a, this is how magicians do their tricks like that's so there's yeah. so much going on i love that at times oh my god there's a there was another clip somewhere of like me finding the frog but i don't oh my god <laughs> Yeah, you know what? On was, I, I just picked him up in a in a cup and I brought him outside. This is when you know you were meant to be called Froggy, like or or, or <laughs> yeah, Froggy at, uh, at the time too. Nothing so. has been that. Yeah, genuinely one of my favorite moments. You picked a good one. You that's picked a good beautiful. One. I love that. All right. So that's clip number one. Clip number two. Let's lean into clip number two. You okay. know, you were doing a little bit something different here on this one. 
you were doing mm. some uh, <laughs> confessions, some confessions mm. within your community. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a listen, and we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna talk okay. about what's going on, as well as what is some of the worst confessions you had to hear from your community <clears throat> okay, and those right. that were watching. All right. Yeah. So let's give this one a listen. Thirty seconds long. Go. I would say this is our most tame confession so far, actually. Like, 100%. Uh, also, this was the other one. Some time ago, I used to twerk in front of my crush, and then I ended up falling for him. Uh-huh. And then they start talking about the dick size and everything, so I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I don't really want to get into this whole thing. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to read about the dick size of, of the person you're talking about. <laughs> I don't really know if I'm about that. Sometimes people just don't spare details, dude. There was, you didn't, I love how you uh, sashayed around it too. You said, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into the dick size. First of all, even the story alone, I kept working on my crush and then fell it's, in love with dude, him. Dude, it's just, it's like something that like somebody who's like clearly in middle school is like, I'm going to get the streamer's attention. Like, yeah. look, I twerk on my crush. What did I see on TikTok today? Uh, I saw a, a girl twerk. I'm going to type, I twerk on crush, crush, uh, show me big balls. Like I, it's, dude, and it's like, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I feel like if I give positivity to that kind of confession, I'm almost mm -hmm. like saying, Hey, go ahead. Yeah. Bring <laughs> it in. Bring more these, of the nonsense. These confessions. So like, I feel if somebody's going to be fucking weird in my confessions, like I'm going to make fun of them. It's completely anonymous. Yes. So I'm allowed to make fun of you. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. They don't know. Nobody knows who you're you're calling out. What was some of the most out of pocket things that you read from your community during this segment of your show? Dude, oh my god. I there was there was somebody who like talked about having a crush on their mom. And okay. I thought that was that was the worst one, probably. <laughs> that was that was probably the worst one. And I you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I got a crush on moms, but not not my own mom. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I there was a, there was a bunch of ones. It, basically any any time that my my community gets the chance to talk about sex they yeah. go for it because they're a bunch of virgins <laughs> a bunch of huge virgins. <laughs> they just eat at it. yeah i of the what is it you got about 33 here in the queue at this moment in time how many do you think were actually real versus clickbait whatever nonsense I think the moment that anybody reads confessions in your title, they're going to they're going to try and come up with the most wild thing they can. <laughs> yeah. And I no, I I've I've used confessions to like actually confess stuff before. And not mm -hmm. like bad things, but like things that I thought would be funny or interesting for content. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I I guess I got to a certain point where like lying anonymously on the internet got boring. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's like, if I'm going to lie on the internet, I'm going to do it with my own goddamn face now. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. That's a the hot take there. That's a hot take. Well, you know, but I, I like it. At least you're using your face. You're standing behind your words, even if they're true or false. But that's true. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. All right. Was there any, was there any specific confession that you enjoyed the most that you were like, you know what? This one got me. This one I did not see coming. I was entertained oh. by it. I don't know. There wasn't there wasn't many entertaining ones mm -hmm. besides like, you know, people obviously going off the rails and making it funny. But I, I, there, there was a lot of like good ones uh, where people were like, you know, uh, talking about coming to terms with their gender identity or sexuality mm. and whatever. And I always I always love to hear stuff like that. Right. Where it's like um, even people saying like, oh, like, I, you know, it's it's nice being a part of your community where like, you know, there's so much I, there's a lot of LGBT representation in my community. Like I, I, I think like 80 
percent of my viewers, if I had to guess, are are LGBT. Mm. So it's it's cool like seeing people um, you know, post their their confessions that are just like, wow, I I realized I'm gay and this is awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, perfect. Love and, to hear that. And I, th- I think that's also a testimony to your community and the space that you built that they feel, even though it is anonymous, to still say, yo, you know, talk your shit, share your life as much as you're willing to do it. And and we're here to just listen. That's really sick. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, this- I mean... <clears throat> Oh, because we, we kind of we kind of used the uh, the confessions thing as like a like a mini like advice hotline too. So I don't know it wasn't just all confession. There was there was people there was people asking like genuine advice and stuff. People who didn't have any direction were confused, and I and I think it's cool to help there and offer my insight, even if it's not always a hundred percent. You know, that's fair. Yeah, no, we're just you know we're trying our best. We want to give people an ear, especially if they have something to say or some impressive thing that, mm-hmm. that they want to talk about in due time there i got one more clip for you all right one more clip here and we're home free uh this one's titled best oh frog best evi uh, na and this was created two years ago all right so let's just take a listen no i already know it and whoa there's a lot going on here let's give it a listen only 20 seconds only 20 seconds we got to sit here 20 seconds to see what's going on here let's give this one a listen oh man gotta Dude, I'm so sorry. Dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yo, I gotta that's follow her while doing me. this? Holy fuck, dude, that's nuts. What was that? What were you saying? That's not even me, honestly. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> I don't even I don't even have blue hair, so You threw some ass too. I I like I was perplexed what you, you did it honestly, too well. Where did you get honestly, the inspiration moms, for that? Even, move? I don't even own a skirt like that, dude. Like I don't <laughs> I don't have blue hair or a skirt, so I don't even know why you're questioning me. He's rocking jeans, the white tee. (laughs) The internet never forgets, Froggy. I think you forget that. The internet simply never forgets. Give me the context of this clip. What were you doing? Why did you look too damn good in this? What was going on here in this clip? So in Paladins, there's a character called Evie, okay? And now that that character, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucking I was I was nuts at. I was I was one of the best. Not to flex or anything, Mm because Paladins doesn't matter. But I was kind of the man, right? Um, now, my chat has this thing where they love to sexualize me because I'm hot, right? Uh, and this was just one of those moments where I really I really got all dolled up, uh, made myself look good. I believe it was a sub goal, and this was a charity stream, mm. perhaps? I, I don't remember all of the context. It was definitely, I was doing some sort of event, and I understood that if I put on a wig and a skirt and showed my ass... The dollars came rolling in. I discovered the meta. It's true. I love that. Let me ask you this, though, Froggy. What would mm-hmm. it take? What would it take to reprise the role? I. I not much, like five gifted. Like, <laughs> All right. Wow. We went. <laughs> you went. We went from never got, doing dude, this got, again, got, not got, me, to, ah, uh, you know, rent's coming dude, up. I got a maid outfit in the closet right now, dude. Like, I have I have <laughs> multiple wigs. Like, what I, is it about? I swear, Twitch streamers. Twitch streamers and maid outfits. I know. I know. That 24-hour streams, it's always the same shit. What, what is it about the maid outfits that just, I don't get it. I haven't done it, and I don't think I ever will, but I just, and there's no thing about it. Like, I got no shit. I got homies no, that do it. I get it. it. It's just, dude, I, 
I think it's like almost almost one of those iconic Twitch things now where it's like people like hot tub streams, right? Where people do hot tub streams because it's like a, a big funny thing. Mm-hmm. People are like, ah, I'm going to put on a maid dress and it's funny. And, and you know, I did think that maybe the first 10 times I did it. But now I'm just like, all right, guys, well, I have this maid outfit and I don't actually know what to do with it besides use it when I can. So I'm going to get as much value out of it as possible, <laughs> right? Once you buy it once, it doesn't just go away mm-hmm. after you use it. It doesn't just disappear. I just now have a maid dress hanging up in my closet all the time. <laughs> and you don't realize that you want to get the value out of it until you do. True. There, there was there was one time that um that my that my chat gifted me subs to um answer the the pizza delivery man at the door wearing the maid outfit. And I did that and he just he didn't say a word to me. He just looked down. <laughs> he looked down? He looked at the ground. I don't know if he was like, you know, he had like one of those pizza delivery hats on. So I didn't know yeah. if he was like smiling or chuckling or whatever. He just looked down. I and I was like, I he didn't even want to give me eye contact. And honestly, yeah. I can, I, I got to respect it, dude. I wouldn't <laughs> want to give me eye contact either. <laughs> didn't say a word. Just gave the pizza, gave the tape. It was, that's it. Yeah. Get out of here. Not even a, mm-hmm. like an acknowledgement. Didn't even say, hey, nice whatever no 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 i i basically just signed the receipt and he left jesus <laughs> I, I i feel like it would have it would have been a less awkward interaction if he did too if he would have been like ah like nice outfit or something yeah like i i think about things that i would have done in situations like that mm-hmm. and it's like to break the tension of just like this is the most painful 10 seconds of signing a receipt in my entire fucking life <laughs> to uh to ah how's the uh, the lev- the weather, it's lovely, yeah. you know? <laughs> you got something going on. I don't know if you could say yeah. that. You got something going on in there is too aggressive, I think. That's an invite. That's a self-invite for that, all right? Yeah. You got to say nice, I can't say skirt, hair, I guess would work. Jesus. Mm-hmm. But either way, that's a good, that's a good answer. I love that. I love that. Well, that's all the clips, though, Froggy. All right? All right. Pretty yeah, easy. Not too, bad, not too bad. Not too bad. Walk in the not park. You picked some good ones. You definitely picked some good ones. I, I appreciate I'm that. But what I know go- it was probably hard. Because uh-huh. so much paladins. Ah, it was pretty. Yeah, I'll be honest. Pretty easy. It was easier okay. than than what we're about to get into, and, and it's this. All right. As much <laughs> as I love Twitch, I also have a weird soft spot for Twitter. There's so yeah, much good too. Twitter content out there, and just things that I, I that need context, that need to be understood. All right. So this first one, I didn't even have to scroll too far. This first one is from December 28th, and it was posted at 2.57 p.m. my time, all right? I remember. And very simple, one sentence, and it reads out, Oh, God. Okay, guys, real funny prank, but who took my foreskin? (laughs) So... Why? Moms, it's very simple. Okay, I what? woke up and it was missing. <laughs> I, I woke up and it was gone. <laughs> this shit's mid-afternoon. All right, Froggy? I, I was like, I'm over here doing groceries, doing whatever shit in my life, and I go on Twitter and I see this kind of energy. What inspired this tweet? All right, you got to tell me what inspired the tweet. I need to understand your life. I'm going to be completely honest. Every, every time that I tweet on Twitter, it is almost directly after hitting the bong. And it, it's 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 always just immediately what's on my mind. And I think that day I was just thinking, man, why don't I have foreskin? Like that's fucked up. Like I wish I did. Like <laughs> like who took it from me? Like I I and <laughs> maybe that's stupid that I'm sitting here like a grown ass man, like I've never had foreskin in my whole life, and I'm like, well, maybe I kind of <laughs> wanted it. That's true. You know, your, your your parents when they signed off the form to do it, you never consented to that. And I think that's just that discussion needs to be more prevalent. All right. So based. So based. So based. <laughs> based. 
is ridiculous. I swear, I like I almost didn't show this tweet because I was like, I don't know if he's gonna feel comfortable. That's a great one. No, this, oh my god. I let me let me just tell you, like, I'm I'm so comfortable with like the version I, wow i was gonna say like the version of myself i put online which it's like that's like a whole no, deep thing. but i think you're but, right on that yeah yeah no no yeah i am i'm definitely comfortable with like with like the you know the portrayal of myself online yeah um everything that i've said <laughs> that i can't take back it's just out there and that's a chaos that i can't control and i'm willing to live with that mm -hmm. I, I think that's beautiful though it, it, it really you don't see too many people especially in the content creator space that are unapologetically themselves. I've seen so many creators play politics behind the scenes, man. And that's yeah, so gross. I mean, it's so cringe. It's so like, I don't want to do certain things because of numbers. I don't want to affiliate with certain people because such and such doesn't want to affiliate with them. And I'm like, y'all thinking so pyramid scheme about this, man. Just mm -hmm. fuck with who you want to fuck with. Don't fuck Dude. with who you don't want to fuck with. It's that simple. So I love that you you say, you know what? I'm just this online. I'm just the foreskin guy online. And that's who I am. I'm and and I take it or leave it. Things like this. I love this. I love that tweet. All right? Fair play. That's tweet number one. Tweet number two. Tweet number two, okay. you wrote this one uh, January 10th of 2022. All right? Very recent. Okay. All right? Uh, and it's something we, we kind of got into at the beginning of the show. Did you, did you notice that I had a Cowboy Garfield shirt on too? 100%. In that picture? You've got to pay oh attention God, yeah, to the details. I, fucking, I love that shirt. It was just... I, yeah, tell yeah, me about I, this this the, the whole networking thing. How did you was this the first interaction you had with Brit? No. Oh my <laughs> god, that'd be hilarious if it was though. Uh no, the first interaction I had with Brit was just watching her play Power Wash Simulator and then I just uh, talked to her a bunch in chat. Mm -hmm. But uh <laughs> I I had I had maybe like a a week long phase before I got one of my own mm -hmm. that I was absolutely infatuated with that image. The image of of Cowboy Garfield really just struck a chord deep in my heart, right? Um, so Britballs was not the only the only um, victim to get uh, Cowboy Garfield in the DMs. That was that happened to at least ten to fifteen people. <laughs> um, however, after I said that, and she said, "Hey, oh, Froggy," and I just and I really went in with the big question: "You like Garfield?" A bunch of question marks. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is it. This is it. This is this is. Perfect for Twitter. Oh I, my I gosh, this is so ridiculous. I love this. But you, there's something about this tweet that's also honest. Taking away the image and the 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 absurdity of this conversation between you yeah. and Britt, which I love, you, you talk about networking as a creator. And I want to ask you about that. You, you mentioned so in hard. another tweet that you've been meeting a lot of approachable yeah. and amazing creators. Talk to me oh. about that. And maybe give us some advice too, from your Dude. point of view, how to reach out to other creators. How do you, how do you whether it be collaborations, whether it be friendships, all of that. I'm really glad you brought that up because I, dude, I was talking about this in stream literally yesterday. How like mm. when you, you know how, and I'm sure you get this all the time. You know how when you you approach a certain content creator or like any content creator a lot of the time, and it's like they have like an armor to them that they're like they're like trying to to keep every single person like away from their social circle. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's I think in the content creation space, it's it's it can be hard to make friends with other content creators because. A lot of people, and I know, and I know you hate this word—the word clout, dude. A lot of people just yeah. think people are using it for clout all the time, mm -hmm. right? And uh, to some degree, it's a completely valid concern. Yeah. But it, it's so hard to um, try and make content with other content creators because everyone's so concerned with things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, if if people were just able to, um, you know. Uh, connect friends <laughs> connect friendships make friends at base it wouldn't be so hard and i you know maybe i'm just like because i'm i'm a fairly new variety streamer i didn't branch until into variety until like a couple months ago 
Um, so I don't know. I, I I'm finding it equally hard and easy to make friends in the variety space because yeah. I you know I've I I am friends with a ton of people, but on the same side of that coin is a bunch of people who will never pay you a glance of attention, even True. you know. You know, unless even, you have you, numbers or some sort exactly. of whatever that they can also it's it's a, even if you've th- talked to them before, even if you've, you've hung out with them before, you know, it's yeah. like if you're not at this level, mm-hmm. I'm not really fucking with you. And I hate that. Yeah. Not because like I'm a small content creator, because I guess that is a reason to mm-hmm. not like it. Right. But um, more so because I like making friends with people and making cool content with those friends. Mm-hmm. And I I make like ninety nine percent solo content. So it's it's hard to make friends all the time and mm-hmm. it, do stuff with them in my brain i feel like it really boils down to ego you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of ego in this game and, and there's a oh, point yeah. where you do need it like i think it is important to to find what you do here on twitch or in content in general to be important because you know it's the reason why you get out of bed to do it it's the reason why yeah. you consistently go live or or create youtube or tiktoks or whatever it may be but when that ego gets too much uh, I think can be be poisonous, and and that's something I've watched time and time again. Where it's just like I met some of these people, you know. I've I've seen you, I've I've talked to you, and I'm just I watch it from afar. I'm like, really, you got it, you know? I, where did where where was the other person before? You know, where yeah. was the last person? What changed in between? Uh, but I love that. Can you name a few people that you've that you've found approachable here in this space that you just whether they're new or older, but you're just oh, like, um- yo, I fuck with them. Well, I mean, I, I named two earlier that were super approachable. Cake and Brit Balls are both amazing content creators. Yeah. Chris Udala is, is another one. Let me look through my, my following list mm-hmm. literally right now uh, to find like people who have been like so approachable and so cool. Um, I, I've been I've been hanging out uh, a lot around like um, the community of like actually uh, Stonepa, like mm. th- those people a lot, and I, I think that they have a lot of cool people in their community too. Um, so I, you know, I, I I can sit here naming content creators all day, but the point is, it's it's still hard to like get to do any sort of anything with anybody. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and I'm yeah, still dude. just doing solo content like 99 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. To coordinate, the coordination is the hardest part, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah, for sure. time and day, and just everyone lining up. But I feel that mm-hmm. we got one more tweet, and it's something you touched upon, uh, literally within the past three minutes and it's something that i really want to dive into because i think a lot of creators not just yourself uh struggle with this all right and it was a tweet you created in august 27th of 2021 and it reads out i promise that one day i'm gonna stream things that aren't paladins with just as much success this is oh man yeah this is something i've been i've been telling myself for a long time because um i don't know the last the last two years that I played Paladins, like my heart really wasn't in it. It wasn't. Um, I, I was, I was more, I was doing it like it was a, like it was a job. And it, you hear streamers, especially streamers that are stuck in a certain category, mm-hmm. talk about that all the time about how streaming can feel like a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it genuinely just wasn't as fun for me to just stream something that I wasn't interested in, right? But I would log on Paladins every day and i would and i would see that i had hundreds of viewers and i would see the chat popping off right and that that would give me a sense of like oh like this this is what i should do like that i'm getting so much interaction here but in in a small game you can really only get so big um not that i even had reached my technical max potential in Mm -hmm. paladins it's just um i you know i i felt like i hit a brick wall and i had nowhere else to really 
climb in there and I didn't I wasn't happy making content. I wasn't happy streaming. So I I decided to take the full dive into doing variety content like 2 months ago mm-hmm. and it's been the return has been phenomenal. I I've I've man, I I've built like it's it's crazy cuz it's almost like I built a new community already and I know so many of them are already like older viewers or whatever. Um but the fact that like these certain viewers are coming together from like different channels that I've like been in. Like I'll I'll hang out in this chat and this chat, and then people will know me from it, and then they'll they'll come and fucking hang out in my chat. And and that's what I love about Twitch so much, right? Is it's like I'm now that I'm doing variety content again, I feel like I have the chance to meet so many different people. I feel like when people see Froggy in a chat it's not just immediate association with paladins which is Mm -hmm. what i like dreaded for so long um so i don't know it's it was an extremely hard and especially especially being full-time for like streaming for like two years yeah um and like knowing in my brain that like i'm gonna have to take a hidden income for this and like being okay with that Mm -hmm. um you know it, it, it was a big step but i am seriously so glad i did it because i I don't, it, there's just so much more potential and I am happy creating and I'm just so, so, so content. Yeah. Uh, take us to that first stream when you were transitioning between Paladins to Variety. All right. What was going through <sighs> your was, head? How did dude, the community that react? That was one of the craziest streams ever. Uh, my community, oh my God, my community is literally filled with some of the most supportive people I, I've ever met. I, mm. I I believe the day that I made the announcement and then I went live that night, I was I had like 50 to 60 viewers. Like I got like fucking over a hundred subs. Like it mm. was it was a crazy day. I man, and and like when I have moments like that, right? It's so um enlightening is not the right word. It's it it just makes me it makes me feel like it, it was all worth it. It it makes me feel oh, like it reaffirms. Uh, yeah, yeah, reassuring. That's 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 the right word. Um it, it really, it really reassured me that everything was going to be okay uh, if I streamed anything else. If I streamed something that I'm happier with. Yeah, you know, I, this is something that I've talked to a lot of creators offline about. You know, we usually don't chop it up online because they get nervous about it. They don't want to yeah. spill the beans to the communities. Mm-hmm. But what advice would you give? What advice would you give to these creators that are on the fence about? You know, maybe they made the game for a couple of years and they know that. That's their brand. That's where the community comes back for. You know, they are known as this thing. What advice would you give to creators that want to branch out into a variety content here on Twitch? I mean, the biggest thing that I did was, uh, and I, I did this in Paladins when I was when I was first growing too, was just connecting with other other streamers, like uh, hang, hanging out around the community that you're trying to grow in <laughs> is so important. Like it. <sighs> If people already know your name, they're gonna recognize you even scrolling through just chatting and stuff, right? Like I, I scroll through just the just chatting section of Twitch like every day. I go and meet new streamers. I go and just see what's going on. And I, just like going around Twitch, it's not like I'm like going into chats and being like, "Hi, I'm Froggy. Please follow me." I'm just sitting there talking, hanging out, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And and people people will fucking come from these random chats that I've been in like once or twice. They'll they'll come to my stream. They'll follow me, and they'll be like, "Hey, like I." I love this stream. I fucking found you from Blank's chat and now I'm here. And I'm like, like, that's so fucking crazy. Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the question was. I went on a tangent. I was going to just ask you your advice for those that want to. Oh, that, you know. <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah. It, 
try try and connect with the community that you're trying to grow in. You you can't expect any growth if you're if you're not putting in effort to know the people that you want to watch you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean that's the biggest thing. And then the other thing is it's it's hard to be on the fence, especially if um you know content creation in in one category is something that you do uh to you know depend on financially or you know like everybody's situation is so different Mm -hmm. but um basically what i did like i i saved up uh, a lot of money from you know fucking six seven months of streaming um moved out and then like a couple you know like a couple months into moving out i decided like all right now i'm gonna i have a little bit of backup money so if streaming totally tanks like i can pay rent like it'll be it'll be okay so i i decided to just make sure i was doing everything like the fiscally responsible way at Mm -hmm. the very least Mm -hmm. um but yeah if you're if you're afraid about taking the dive because of loss in viewership like the loss in viewership is always going to be there but the potential is also much greater for you know than any any solo content creation. Yeah. I love that. Uh, in in one category. I love that. I hundred percent agree. I hundred percent agree. Again, like I don't know. There there seems to be a dirt. Sometimes I hear a dirty connotation with the word variety, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I think that that it really expands the creative bounds of what a creator can do, what a streamer can do, and it's and not. It, it, and overall, I've just seen a sense of happiness. Like it, it feels like. Even with how vague the word variety is, you find yeah. more identity with it. Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I think it, it focuses a lot more on the creator themselves rather than what they're doing. Exactly. Exactly. And I think at the end of the day, especially here on Twitch specifically, that's mm-hmm. where the bread and butter that's is. You need to have a community that knows you and not the game and the technicality of it. Some people can. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, no one's shitting on them for no, that. No, I mean, that's exactly, that. that's the thing, is that's what I was stuck in for so long, right, moms? As, mm. I, as I, I, when I was in Paladins, I was, uh, I was an esports player, right? And I yeah. was this, um, you know, this, this figure for gameplay. And, like, people were like, oh, like, this guy's really good. But it felt like that was all I was being seen for for, like, years, right? Like, mm-hmm. literal years of me streaming and being like people are here because i am good at the game and not because they like me you know and that that got really hard to deal with after a few years you know after after a while of of sitting there being like people are watching me because i am good and not for any other reason like that got really hard so um i decided to put like a lot more emphasis into making the stream about me uh rather than my gameplay and i when i started doing that it was a it was a huge turning point for me on twitch Mm. in terms of I think I think I, I understood a lot more what I wanted to get out of it about them. That's beautiful. I love that a ton. What what growth? What maturity there? Those are some da- those are Dude, some damn good I've, answers there. I've never <laughs> I've never even thought about this until you said it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm here trying to guide your 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 mind and your soul into these answers. All right, this is the truth. This is what you're talking. Mm-hmm. This is the things that you harbor day to day. I'm not doing any. We're not planning questions. This is just your truth there. All right. That's all the tricks, though. All right. No more tricks. All the clips, the tweets, those are done. We're going straight into conversation. I got a couple more questions about your time here on Twitch, and then we'll lead into your life story. All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Quick question. When's the pee break? Uh, If you want to now, if you, uh, in reality, maybe 15 minutes, if I had to get can. I can hold it 15 minutes. I can hold it. Good luck. Here we go. You know, (laughs) so Froggy, I'm a big believer that, uh, when you have a wiki page, uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of a, a note, one of the notes of when you made it, you know? Oh, yeah. I got, I got a Paladins Esports wiki page, actually. They, 
they full doxed me on it. Oh damn, <laughs> dude! They, I, I, I remember because I, I signed the Paladins esports contract or whatever, mm-hmm. and in it somewhere, I guess I didn't read it close enough. They're like, okay, now we can display your full name anywhere we want, right? Ooh, here's <laughs> so your full just, name. They just put me up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your address, your and social. Like, your... Your... <laughs> yeah, I had, I had, I had people messaging me on my personal instagram account about paladins builds and i'm like dude like this is just not <laughs> this is just not what i want you have like a photo of your graduation someone's like so what if i if i combine these things do you think this is the move i yeah. don't know the strat for it i like that <laughs> i like that build is good what item should buy <laughs> what so i'm gonna ask you though froggy is this i want mm-hmm. you to write your own wiki page right here right now i'm gonna ask you what okay. top three accomplishments would that be as a paladins or a variety streamer would you want on your wiki page and why God, that's such a tough question. Uh, okay, well, the big, the biggest uh, for sure is, I mean, over my time on Twitch, I've raised, me. I say I, me and my community have raised over $18,000 for charity. Wow. For various charities. Uh, I've worked with charities like Cure Rare Disease is a, is a great one. Um, and I've, I've, done, I've done casting in multiple, multiple tournaments where we've done uh just just a shit ton of charity like i i man i'm trying to explain this this is so hard um we did this event called pgct Mm. which was the paladins global charity tournament and um basically we hosted our own big esports event our big our own tournament right and the the viewership for it was much much larger than the actual esport itself like then when paladins esports was being streamed by you know, act by high res, it wasn't doing too well. But when we went out and did the uh, the charity event, the the viewership was six, seven times better. And then when we did it the second time, we were on the the Twitch front page. Um, yeah, that that dude being on the Twitch front page for two days um, added like two hundred and seventy seven thousand total views to my channel. Like it was holy cow. So I mean, th- those are those are a couple of the of the biggest achievements. I mean, everyone wants to say getting like partnered on Twitch, right? Cause I mean, that's, that was a huge deal for me. And I remember like crying the day that I got it. I was like, holy shit. I got denied the first time. Uh, so I was, I was flipping my shit. I, I'd say, I'd say those are, those are a few of my, my bigger accomplishments. I'm definitely the proudest about raising all the money for charity. Cause damn dude, like I, <laughs> that's huge. 18 K in a brand. Yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, man. Right. I, I, yeah, I'm so grateful for this, for the community. You got yeah, one so. more. You gave me two there. Okay. Um, and my my final is being on the Moms the Host okay. show. Okay, all the right. This guy... <laughs> are you underneath the desk? What's going on here? What is <laughs> You are just shooting too many. That's no, too I mean, kind, this is, man. Dude, this is genuinely this is genuinely a big deal for me, right? Like, um, I I I I was so nervous. I mean, I'm not as nervous now. I'm definitely <laughs> a little a little more settled in, but. I, I'm such a big fan of the show. I was I was literally listening to the podcast the last like three nights in a row. So oh, I man. actually I actually watched and I actually listened to the Moms the Host show. Yeah. Hey, it's on Spotify too. If you need something to sleep to, that's, right? that's where I was. That's uh, what, yeah, you I got was, that. I was on Spotify. <laughs> I was on Spotify. That's too kind, man. I, honestly, I'm flattered. That's that's really kind of you to say. And I, I, you know, I'm bringing this back to you. I saw one of your tweets. Mm-hmm. You had an older tweet. I'll bring up one yeah. bonus one before we go on there. You yeah, mentioned how you were like, whenever someone brings up that that you inspired them to make content that's something that really gets to you that's i mean yeah i mean that's like every creator right like that's that's no no but i'm saying that in turn 
mm-hmm. you just said to myself, man, it's really kind. That that drives me. Really? You know, that's the oh, that's no that's honestly. Sometimes you just do what you do and you kind of get lost in the routine and you're just like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm putting it on show. I'm yeah. going. Oh, my straight. God, I agree. So to get kind of brought back down to earth and realize that, hey, this is something that you're, you're doing for someone else or, or vice versa for yourself to your community. I think that's really cool. And that, that stuff, you know, again, that's what drives me to continue. So I appreciate, man. I appreciate the compliment there. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, your community. All right. You brought them up yeah, quite absolutely. a few times. I'm going to ask you this. If I ask your community who you are. And I had no idea prior. What do you think they would say to me? And you can give me both a troll and an honest answer. Oh, okay. Bald. <laughs> um, but I mean, what would my community actually say about me? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> that I'm fucking loud. <laughs> that I that I yell a lot. I don't know. I I it, I I have a really weird time describing myself through the eyes of others. But mm. I mean, I I assume that I am just like. A comfortable place to go where you can where you can giggle to your heart's content, you know, hee hee hee, mm-hmm. sort of deal. And I, I, I that's really all I want to be, right? Is uh, a guy who sits here and gets paid to do nothing. It's honestly phenomenal. It's working out well. <laughs> Again, living the dream, living the dream. I would love that. All right, who knew? We we go to school all these years. You need to find a you know whatever nine to five job. You need to do this. You need to do that. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna chill out on my computer, kinda, you know, uh, hang out, make a community, yeah. play some games, kill it here. I love that. I like that a lot. Let's re- let's reverse the question. Let's reverse the question okay. on them, all right? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. How would you describe your community to me? If I showed up on your stream and I was in your chat. So chi- gay. <laughs> okay, no wait. But um they <laughs> they're they're great. I mean, they're honestly such a wonderful group of people. Mm-hmm. And it, it had I, I don't think I really understood what it was to have what it was to have like a twitch community before i did variety content that sounds so stupid to say because obviously like i've had my viewers i've had my community for like a really long time Mm -hmm. but i it didn't really feel like a super strong sense of community until i realized that they would like they would all stick together and come to my different streams when i was doing whatever even if i was just sitting there like fucking shooting the shit talking at the camera going off on like an ADHD rant, you know, mm-hmm. like I, and I think, I think that's the biggest thing is that I, I, I describe them as the, they're, they're just such special people. Cause like I, not a lot of people <laughs> are willing to watch me sit there and just fucking ramble on about nothing, but these people will. And that's fucking <laughs> sick, dude. That's fuck. And they'll give me money for it sometimes. Yeah. It, but I mean, I think you've, 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 spoke a bit of truth there where you're like with the paladins content like you said before it's esports it's you're coming there to watch mm-hmm. the game you're watching yeah. the person play the game whereas with mm-hmm. variety it's so much more intimate that you are putting kind of your heart on screen this is the stuff that i oh enjoy doing and i hope you enjoy it too and so because of that that kind of you really sift through the support and we're not even just talking monetarily we're talking people oh, that'll yeah. just sit there or be a part of the community or chat or whatever that's, that's huge that's just a, as big of a deal and like people don't even realize that you know mm-hmm. is is like is like and i and i i have to reiterate this to my community all the time is it's like and i'm sure i'm sure you do too sometimes it's like i don't want people to ever donate or like sub or anything when they can't and it's it's such a big deal that you're just like sitting there listening. Like even the people who are sitting there listening to us right now, like, Hey, big deal that you're here. Thank you. That's fucking crazy. Right. That's crazy. that Mm -hmm. people are just sitting here listening to us. Two guys like ramble on about nothing. (laughs) Don't tell them how it's made. All right. Don't tell them. I'm just so, (laughs) I'm just so grateful. You know what I mean? Like, 
That's true. It's it's hard not to be. It's hard not when you really turn off all this shit, you turn off your computer, you walk away from this room that you stream and you you step outside yeah. of it. It's hard not to acknowledge, wow, I am extremely blessed. Like I'm extremely so thin. lucky. It's yeah. insane. It's insane. Like I, I even even though, you know, we haven't reached the the echelons of, you know, the one percent of Twitch, it's still you have a platform, you have a community, and you have people that that invest in you that you would have never and known that's prior. Like, Having having that 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 is literally like the biggest first step, you know, toward mm. towards growing growing our content is like having a stream like ours is is literally how how you start all that. Yep, we're we're doing fucking great, moms. You're doing great, and I'm doing great. We're, we're, <laughs> we're great guys. This is just purely a circle joke. I love it. <laughs> just gassing each other up here. I love it. I got one more question before the bathroom break. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. one more, one mm-hmm. more. This one's a, a haymaker here, all right? I all think right, you and right, I yeah. as content creators, we often hear from communities, from viewers, whatever it may be, how we've influenced them, how we've made their day better, entertained, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And that's lovely. I love that stuff, man. I that's honestly great. brightens up my day. I save them. I save them in a, a Google file just because that's I need cool. to remind myself time to time what we do here. But I'm going to ask you this, all right? How has your community helped you in a way that they aren't aware of? Oh, my God, dude. Oh my god! Are you see, I I I mean I sp- I talked to you about this earlier about how streaming on Twitch has given me like a whole new layer of confidence that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they they've they've made me so confident about opinions that I've had even or like you know uh, stances that I that I've had. I things that I say. Uh, whenever I just farm a Nodders or a Keck W, like I'm just like wow, that's it. Like I've I've done it. I've made the thing. It it's just such a good feeling to see people react positively to what you do and what i do is like so i don't want to say like arbitrary and weird because i mean but twitch streaming is arbitrary and weird i'm just i i am glad that my community has given me something to be really proud of you know like they've given me a platform where i can just be like unapologetically myself all the time and that's something that I will never take for granted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I love that. I appreciate you sharing all that, man. That's huge. Cause like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to keep going. No, no. <laughs> if, if they, if they, cause if, if people didn't show up and listen to my stuff and I know it's not the case for every content creator, but like if, if one day like people stopped listening, like I would stop creating, you know, I, it, it, it would be hard for me to, to, to go back to being, uh, an audience list person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm just so grateful to my community to you know for not making me start back from phase one once I decided to dip into being a variety streamer. Yeah, no, that's huge. It is extremely discouraging when people don't show up. You have no one to talk to, and especially with variety, you don't have a game to hide behind. Um, yeah, it's like you're... that's what you're so worried about, right? When exactly. You're not gonna you're not you're not gonna retain anybody. You're just gonna be all alone. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that was a big fear. I've had creators talk about them sitting in front of OBS for hours because they're so Mm. scared to press that go live button because they feel like no one's going to show up. And that's a true anxiety. That's that's the truth. All the time. All the time. I am the worst at delaying my streams. Yeah. I first of all, I've never had a schedule. The fact that you have a schedule is beyond me. You're incredible. You are. (laughs) You're a goddamn genius. I don't know how you do it. Um, I think that it's it's fucking on it what was the question i'm fucking i lost my train of thought adhd moment go yeah no no you were talking <laughs> <was> about <laughs> you know what that's a, i've met a lot of adhd people here online that's another that, big one. dude that goes hand in hand with content creation. <laughs> honestly really honestly 
But I, I I'll be honest with you, I'll be frank with you. Grade. It went over my head because we were freestyling so much. Uh, <laughs> I don't, so you forgot too. We both forgot. We both forgot. This is one of those a way bigger win than just me forgetting. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, take, I'll take the. Back. You know, I'm very rarely because I, I kind of usually I have the question in my mind, but we've taken it so much where I'm just like, ah, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck it, I can't remember yeah, dude, where we went with this. <laughs> I don't know. Man. But it, oh, that's what it was. It was like going live, like, the anxiety of going live, essentially, yeah, 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 and yeah. no one's showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's a real thing that I deal with. Like, I mean, every day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's even like to to a point where I'm like. I'll get in my own head so much. I've been like, ah, I, I've been streaming at like fucking, I've been starting stream at like six to 9 PM every day. Like uh, mm-hmm. if I fucking suddenly stream at 11 AM, like I, nobody's going to show up and I'm going to be sitting there all alone by myself. And mm-hmm. I, I think weirdly enough, and I don't know if, if any content creators have talked about this before. Um, one of the biggest issues that helped me getting over that, that fear of initially going live was, was adding a starting soon screen. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Fucking game changer, dude. Because now <laughs> I can wait until they show up to talk. <laughs> I don't have to sit there fucking I don't have to sit there for for fucking 60 seconds just being like, "Okay, guys, I know there's nobody here, but today I'm going to play Hollow Knight and then maybe we're going to speed run a little. I don't know. Yes. Figure it out." But like like I'm not talking to anybody. <laughs> so like what's Genius. the point? Genius. Exactly. That's exactly the only reason I have a yeah. starting screen is just so I feel like I'm not exactly. twiddling my thumbs as people like, ah, you show up and boom, your face is there on cam. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, man. Give me like five minutes, 10 minutes. I'll wait. I'll wait until one person speaks <laughs> and then I'll have one conversation with you. That's it. I like it. I like it. All right, Froggy, that's the first half. That's the first part of the show. Easy as that, man. That's a breeze. A all right, but go ahead, go use the restroom. We'll switch places later. All right, so bad. Go ahead, do your thing, get your water, whatever it may be, man. Everyone yeah, yeah. watching here, I appreciate you all sticking around, man. Again, exclamation mark Q. If you have any questions, comments, words of affirmation you want to send over to Froggy, I will get to uh, get to that in just a moment's time after the life story. We are leaning in to that life story segment in just a little bit. I appreciate you all hanging out, man. Hi, peoples. There we go. We got a lot of people. Make sure you go hit that follow button. Join us here. We got a lot of people to talk to. I will say this, man. Froggy, I was not expecting this, uh, Froggy. All right, I didn't. Ex- I didn't know who I was gonna talk to, or or like even the tone of his 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 uh, communication skills, his candor, man. I'm a, I'm a fan, man. He's he's too kind. All 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 nice comments he said or ass kissing aside, still owe me, man. A nice job so far, Frog. He's killing it. He's absolutely killing it. I'll be honest. He has shown, has he shown the cat yet? I actually saw the cat in the first few seconds of the show, but the cat dipped uh, once we got started. So you guys didn't get to see that cat. Myself, that's a little mom's exclusive, all right? That's a little bit there. Uh, But there it is. The link is there into the chat uh, if you have any questions for Froggy uh, about his life, both online and off. Again, thank you so much for being here. Tessa! Tessa, I know if you are around, thank you so much for that raid. We actually spoke about you at the beginning of the show and how we have so many mutuals, whether that be Brit or yourself. And why do I think that something was there on camera? That was weird. Oh, my gosh. I'm freaking out. I think I'm hallucinating lately, guys. I'll be honest. I don't think I got enough sleep. I've been trying to take a melatonins. What's Mom's G? I don't have, I don't have 7 TV. What's Mom's G, guys? You guys are going to have to explain it to me. I refuse to get 7TV, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I can't get another one, man. I can't. It's just, it's... Wait a second. Okay, what's Mom's G, guys? I need to know this. They're going to hear this on Spotify, and they're going to think I'm crazy. 
You need 7TV. Yeah. I'll, I'll upload it later. I'll Google it later, guys. It's fine. It's fine. All right. True. Okay. Yes, it is. When you were wig uh, writing down that Twitter account, Clipped and shipped. Yeah, it's uh, DJ White Booty. At DJ White Booty is the one. Good emotes. They look adorable. I love them. Clipped and shipped. Okay, who are you telling it to? We got some narcs here in the all chat. Right. All right, all right. Give me a second. I'll be back in like a minute or two. I just got to use the restroom, all right? All right. Cool, cool, cool. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Chat, I'm going to be completely honest. While while, <clears throat> while he, he's gone, uh, I I very much consider just, just like leaving for 10 minutes and just seeing what happened <laughs> i strongly considered it i was like i was fucking i was sitting there taking the longest piss of my life and i was like man what if i just like didn't even return <laughs> like would that be like cool and mysterious or or would that just be like bad etiquette and i you know i did eventually decide that it would be bad etiquette but i still i still think it would have been good for the bit i still think it would have been good for the bit Anyways, how you guys how you guys going? You guys enjoying the show so far? Hey Tiki, Frago, Saps. Hello everybody. Hi. Hey NB. I think he's had someone bail for it. Are you serious? Like in the middle of it? Trixie time? Yeah, I can get Trixie. Trixie, come here. Oh, she literally came the moment I clicked my tongue. I'm not even. I'm like a fucking wizard. Okay, you want a treat? I'll give I'll give my cat a treat for you guys. This is a real this is a real uh this is a real treat for chat too. Uh She's so cute. She does this thing. If I hold here, Trixie, look. If I hold my finger like this, come here. She'll boop her nose and gets my finger. <laughs> it's really cute. Frog, did you make your bed for the show? Yes. Yes, I did. Five minutes before it started, I made my bed. Oh, I realized I was so far from my mic. Oh, my God. Hey, sorry. Am I loud now? What if you waited 10 minutes to arrive after you called her? I, I, listen, man, I don't know. I'm scared. Yeah, of course I made my bed for the show, though. I'm not going to be a, a bastard. Get invited onto the nice show and just don't even make my bed. What what I walk in on? What's going on here? <laughs> what did... I was getting made fun of. From, well, no, not made fun of. I guess they said they were proud of me. You know, I I made my bed. You made your bed? Just, just you know, for the stream. I don't make my bed if I don't stream. I... I'm not that. That's my bed is in the background of my stream. The only time I'm making this bed is if I'm streaming <laughs> or if I'm on you know a stream. Do you know? I I actually encourage. I had a, a friend of mine. His name is Narupu. I told him not to make mm -hmm. his bed. I find it weird. I know him actually. You know him? I th I think it's weird when I know he does of him. It. I know of him. I told him just keep it disheveled. It's more honest. It, it's more relatable. I suit. I literally the the thing that stopped me was my roommate who's watching the show right now. Hey, um, he was like, you know, if I was a different kind of per, he was just he just finished watching my stream and he was like, if I was a different kind of person, I. Uh, I probably would have clicked off your stream if I saw that your bed wasn't made. And I was like, I am making my bed every single what? day from now on. <laughs> what? No, I get it completely. What do you mean? Like, why? Why? I, Give me, explain it to me. Explain what, it to me. If I, if I, and, and, and I do appreciate the honesty, but also you got to have some level of aesthetics here. You know, I've got, oh, I've got my nice made bed. I have my cowboy Garfield. <laughs> I've got, 
my my frog parking sign. <laughs> I mean, these two you can't really see. I have to hang up more stuff in my background, dude. Mm. I'm a little ashamed of how it looks right now. Some sort of flag or tapestry in the background. I have nice. a tapestry. I just don't have anything to hang it up with right now. <laughs> what is it? What is it of? It's just a it's just a bunch of mushrooms. Oh, that's beautiful. Different mushroom tanks. It's cool. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I gotta Mid get you to meet oh, this dude. other guy. His name is Parker. He's one of my co-hosts for another show. You, I, bet I you and I know, I know, I know of him too. Of course, you just I, know I, of everyone. All right, Froggy, you just. I I am on Twitter way too fucking much, dude. I I know of everybody, even if I don't ever interact with them. Yeah. Oh, you'll love <laughs> him, man. You'll love the crew. We'll have you on the network. We got to find a pair. Oh my god, I would, I would love to. I would love to be in the network. Yeah. You, oh like, my uh, gosh, yeah. too kind, too kind. Seriously. But here's the thing all right froggy we're gonna go into the 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 heart of the show all right it is mm -hmm. what i've been doing since day one it's the only thing that has never changed and yep. it is the life story all right we're gonna get into yep. the life story of the content creator now before we get started here i'd like to tell everyone that's watching you live on uh twitch uh in the future on youtube or listening on spotify this and it's any individual content creator or not that's willing to share a part of their life uh, story, especially such a vulnerable moment about them, should never be judged. It's a place of, of celebration. It's a place to listen and learn. And so here's the thing. It's my job that I am going to ask you questions and I'm going to ask you follow-up questions to, to clarify anything that might be uh, maybe misunderstood or, or misinterpreted by myself. Um, however, if you ever hear a question that you either just don't want to answer, you don't feel comfortable with, Whatever it may be, you could either give a vague answer, non-answer. You don't have to answer mm -hmm. it at all. Um, totally oh, understandable, and we'll move on forward. All right? Yeah. So my 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 goal here is to be an open book. I wanna I wanna kind of talk about like the things that I've never really told anybody on Twitch before because mm -hmm. I think like uh, I don't know the the whole life story thing is it's so 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 different from person to person. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it makes us who we are. It's, it's exactly it's important. Well, so okay, I'm, you've been have you been getting my journal? You you've been text. getting into why I do this content. <laughs> No, but I, I mean, I think, I think we just have very similar philosophies. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the, the, the magic word is whenever I'm told I'm an open book, oh my gosh, my head goes I would, off. Yeah, I, I, lo I love I loved to be an open book here. All right. I you love to talk it. to you about anything. You got it. All right. So this first section we're going to talk about is your family and you kind of generally mm -hmm. just growing up as a child, all right? Yeah. So without doxing yourself, if that matters, uh, I'm going to ask you, Froggy, uh, where were you born and raised? Uh, so I grew up and was born like a little bit north of Atlanta mm -hmm. uh, in a town called Alpharetta, right? And um, I initially, I, I don't know where, <laughs> this is where things get a little confusing already, mm -hmm. is I don't exactly know where in Georgia I was born. I was right, and I, all right, my story, it's it's pretty complicated. I'm just going to, I'm just going to get into it. Yeah. When I was born, my mom was and is heavily addicted to drugs, right? Mm. Um, which, like, that sucks, and that's not completely within anyone's control to be completely drug addicted, right? But yeah, um, that definitely made it hard for me as a kid. So I spent the first uh, few years of my life, I would say three to five years, bouncing around different foster care homes. Um wow. And I don't have too much of a memory of like the foster homes. None of them were like too bad. I wasn't like abused or anything. But uh, then around the age of, of five, I had gotten adopted by my great grandma who had adopted me uh, and three of my brothers, which I have five siblings total, mm -hmm. six, six siblings total. 
<laughs> I have a lot of siblings. Um, God, this is there's just like so much to discuss. None of us have the same dad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh fuck, dude. All well, right. Well, is there any? <laughs> yeah. Let yeah, me let's man, break. I kind of unloaded a lot. I unloaded a lot. There's a lot going on there. You've answered yeah. like the first three questions that I mm -hmm. usually queued up. So, mm -hmm. you know, let's start off with your siblings here. All right. You yeah. said you have six siblings, none yeah. from which are from the same dad. Yeah, we all we all have uh we all have different dads. I think some of them might share dads. I don't know, it gets confusing. Mm -hmm. But uh I was raised with three of my brothers and then the other siblings I wasn't raised with. Mm -hmm. Uh because it was a big family. My grandma was not making much money. She could only take in a few of us. So yeah. um after my younger brother was born who's you know like a year and a half younger than me uh he he was the last to get adopted by my grandma uh so like i said she was my great grandma so she was actually my grandma's mom mm -hmm. uh so pretty old right it's pretty it's pretty hard to raise kids when you're that old i imagine but yeah. i i'd say that the biggest takeaway from it was that um you know she was extremely old-fashioned because <laughs> of course how couldn't you be right so <laughs> <laughs> so so things like um hitting your child with a with a stick yeah might make sense to mm -hmm. an older person right mm -hmm. and, and now now that sounds like a little insane to all of us maybe hitting someone with a stick but i i'm not going to try and understand what's, yeah. what's going on there point point is she was older and it, my my childhood was kind of uh a big mess mm. because i was just confused living in a room with like three or four three of my brothers we all shared one room there was a lot of fighting every day mm -hmm. it was it was it was kind of scary growing up i'll be honest it was it was a little scary in my family life Definitely. um i was the second youngest so i had it was it was basically like my my twoest oldest brothers they would they would fight constantly and then me and my younger brother would fight constantly right mm -hmm. uh but, you know, I, I grew up and um, around the time that, like, everybody started moving out because all of my siblings moved out when they were 16-ish, 16, 17. Yeah, every one of them moved away. Uh, me, I personally stayed until I was 19. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's just difference of life. Yeah. So with that, you know, with mm -hmm. your relationship with, with all of your siblings, uh, yeah. tell me, is this something to this day? You know, where, where I'm taking you. I'm going to kind of take us from past the present yeah. pretty fluidly with this one. Absolutely. Uh, how is the relationship? How is the dynamic between you and your siblings? Uh, it's definitely weird. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, def I care for my siblings. I do. Um, in a weird way. My siblings are, most of them are not such great people. And that, that kind of comes from my family in general is there's a lot of not so good people. Yeah. Uh, just, just kind of people who are, generally like mean or um racist sexist homophobic that kind of thing right like that that is is pretty prevalent in my family mm -hmm. uh, a lot of like republicans trailer park trash sort of deal right so mm -hmm. like a lot of my a lot of my current family lives in like uh trailer park in southern georgia uh i've only i've only ever been to like the the trailers that they've stayed in like a couple times and they're always so nasty dude like mm. It's it, it sucks because I remember, man, I there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> I, I remember one of the first times that I ever went to visit my mom when I was like, I had to be like nine or 10 years old, right? 
Yeah. I went to, to to visit my mom. And at this point, I didn't really know her too well besides the fact that she was my mom. That was about all I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but her like her trailer was just it was just filled with roaches and there was like fucking there was like uh, needles and there was like bongs and pipes everywhere. And then mm-hmm. fucking it was it was it was a nasty mess. And like no children should ever be near that. And uh, I, I always I always harbored some sort of like fucking uh when i when i was younger i was always so mad that she wasn't a better mom but then when i got older i i kind of realized that uh addiction consumed her and it's not all her fault yeah. but i don't really have a relationship with my mom anymore well let's get into that let's get into that a mm-hmm. little bit i will go from your siblings to your mom specifically mm-hmm. you know as a child when yeah. you well, give us that moment if you may when you recognize, oh, my ma is different than what I, you, you would see from other families or from other people that, oh, something's affecting her and she couldn't take care of me. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when, I, when I was at the age that I realized that I can't exactly blame people for their problems. Yeah. Um, I was probably 14, mm. maybe. Uh, so, you know, I, I understand that addiction is a disease, uh, but you know, it, how do you explain to a, to a little kid that like, uh, sorry, you can't be raised by your mom. She likes drugs more, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Cause like, that sucks, right? That sucks mm-hmm. for a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. My, my childhood was, um, definitely a little, what was the question again? <laughs> I guess it, it's, it's interesting because what you just said was essentially what I'm trying to figure out is when did you realize, realize that of your, your mom? When did you realize, oh, yo, like, this is different. Like, I, she can't take yeah, care probably, of me, and thus I have to essentially take care of myself. I, I was probably like nine or ten years old, maybe. Yeah. Wow. When I realized that, like, I didn't... Yeah, it was, probably, it was probably one of the first times that I ever visited her that I realized, like, um, adults don't always know everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was probably one of the first times I ever visited her that I was like, damn, like people don't have their shit together all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of, I, I took it more as like, um, I don't want to follow in her footsteps sort of way. Mm. Uh, even knowing that it's not like her fault. Like I even just try and do like things now to, to make changes, like seeing like roaches on the floor as a kid and, and not being, you know, I was, I was, I was undernourished when mm-hmm. I would like went to the, you know, the foster home. It was, I, I don't ever want to have any, any, part of like that kind of extended to my into my current life right and it's good that i know about all of this right it's i i think it's it's almost necessary that i went through an experience like that to really understand i guess Mm -hmm. that i just didn't want that to be like my life yeah so uh, you know i find this so fascinating because Mm -hmm. in in the world that i've lived in you know, I, I always saw parents as these beacon of lights. They are these superheroes yeah. that are your and first so people good. that you're introduced to. That's and they awesome. kind of tell you how it is and show you how it's done. But you're telling me that you really didn't have that opportunity with your parents. And then when you had your great grandmother taking you in, yeah, I mean, she's yeah. older school. She didn't she's not with the she, time. So it's a little bit disconnected. Something else. Oh, my God. I probably should have just mentioned this because like this, this, this also has like a like a big play on my on my family and their mental health and everything, too. Mm-hmm that uh wasn't wasn't passed on to me is uh is i there's like a big history of bipolar disorder in my family Mm. that affects my my grandma my mom uh multiple of my siblings but i i don't have bipolar disorder yeah but i i know that it's um it's definitely been 
fucking huge for the way that they act and it's mm-hmm. not always in their their control you know yeah definitely definitely that's something that's that's it's tough to to approach that and having to yeah, keep that in control i you know I, I don't know what that's like you know so it just <laughs> i can't uh, but- i can't exactly the reason I the reason I brought up that point though, Froggy, is because I wanted to underline the question that I was going to ask you, which is, who was your guiding? Who was your guide throughout life, throughout your childhood? The, your mentor, wow. if you may, the one that that kind of helped create who you are today. Because I mean, I look at you, and I would have never known any of this. I see this guy who who's got a good heart, a good head on his shoulder, who's who's just loving life right now and enjoying what he's doing. And so when you tell, <laughs> all right. <laughs> But when you tell me all this stuff, like I, I it, this is not me trying to have a pity party, no, yeah. but there is a point of sympathy where I'm just like, damn, no, you really sure. had I, to go through a lot of shit. I was talking about this with uh, my friend Greg, who I mentioned earlier. I was talking about him the other day because I was like, I was like, oh my god, how am I going to make this like less sad to the moms the host show? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to bum people out. And he he said something along the lines of like, man, it's pretty crazy that your story is so bad that you're trying to like figure out ways to sugarcoat it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like. Fuck, don't sugarcoat it that's the worst part of this that's like yeah okay okay it's who Sorry, you are question <laughs> i'm gonna ask you how like what was your who who was oh, your yeah, guiding light mental, i so i i spent a lot of time on the internet that was it that was and i and i've i've thought about this time and time again with like the biggest difference between me and my siblings because my siblings and i are totally different people right totally yeah. different people um and the biggest difference was that um growing up i was terminally online like i i was just playing video games talking to people online like my whole life so uh i think that <laughs> in a weird way uh i was raised by the internet and like the people that i met on the internet it's fascinating okay i like that right because yeah because i was playing games like runescape like maple story mm. habo and i was just and i was just fucking meeting people and talking to people all day long literally yeah. all day long so yeah i i guess that that's kind of where i um learned a lot and formed a lot of opinions mm-hmm. and kind of developed this like sense of morality or whatever you know That's that cool. i didn't exactly yeah. get from the rest of my life yeah you you mentioned earlier that you just like you don't have a relationship with your mom to this mm-hmm. very day too at the age right. of 20 you don't have that yeah i have not talked to her since i was like 13 or 14 probably is it just there's no interest is there any hope in probably ah. rekindling anything or well, where's your mind at with i that? think my my mom is still very much the the same person she was when I was born, and I just I don't really want to associate that with my with my life, you know. Yeah. I I think that if I dive too hard into my family, uh, I'm gonna end up like them. And I mm. it sounds so bad and so selfish, but I really don't want to be like that. I really don't want to be the kind of people that my family is. And I feel like I've made like a genuine escape, and it feels so weird to say that but i feel like i've made uh an escape from my family uh i've moved all like halfway across the country like i don't have any family near me like it's just me my friends and the internet now you know Mm -hmm. and i weirdly i mean that's been like liberating for my mental health you know is is not having to worry about them anymore it it sounds so evil though I, i feel i feel evil when i say it but but you know that it's just not a healthy space. I don't think it is a yeah. place of evil. I think you are like there's still respect for your family. You still have to mm-hmm. acknowledge that that's my mom. That's blood. You know you can't take that away. But at the same time, there are habits that are just yeah. it's not healthy. And so for you to recognize that, I think takes a a lot of maturity. But b 
you are an adult. You have your own life that you have to live in the decisions you have to make. And so I, I don't see that, and I'm, you know, this is just my opinion, I just don't see that as hate. I don't see that as evil. I think that's self-care to to, to honest degree. Um, if I may ask, I mean, we talk a lot about yeah. your mom. Uh, how about your dad? Can you tell us anything I about him? I have never met my dad. I don't know his name. I don't know. I don't know a single thing. <laughs> yeah. And was there I, never yeah, curiosity there. around that? No, there was. I just, I couldn't find a single thing. Really? How about to this yeah. day? Do you ever? I, would, did, I even, I actually, I did. I asked my mom a few years ago. I messaged her on a social media platform asking mm -hmm. more information about my dad when I was like super curious a few years ago and she never got back to me. So mm. I got donut walled by mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Is it something yeah, that you would be interested in pursuing down the road, like in not, throughout life? Maybe, but at the same time, like I, I know I, I'm like vaguely setting myself up for disappointment, right? Like I, mm. I can imagine that he's not a good guy, you know. Like I, I can, I can imagine the kind of people who would have been with my mom back then, mm -hmm. you know, two thousand one when she was just getting really high and fucking. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's like I. I don't know if I want to meet that person, you know? Fair, 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 fair. I'm going to ask you for story time, all right, here, Froggy? Mm -hmm. I yep. know this yep. one's going to be a little bit more different, so I'm going to have to adjust the question accordingly, all right? Sure. I want you to give me one lesson that your ma has taught you, whether it be something she said directly to you or through an experience with her that you keep to this very day, something that you keep holds of yourself and you're like, oh, this is something I've learned and it's going to, I, I'm going to apply it to my life. I, I mean, I guess it's kind of like I said earlier where like I, I went to visit her for the first time and I saw the roaches everywhere and I realized that like I never wanted that to be a part of my life, right? Because that kind of started the whole uh, snowball effect of like I am making little changes every day to avoid being like, uh, I don't know, being a burnout who ends up in a trailer, you know, yeah. not to say that that's, you know, the worst thing ever is to go out and live in a trailer, but I just didn't want to end up like my family, which maybe isn't the best <laughs> takeaway for most people from their family. But it was, uh, it was a big deal to me to just sit there and be like, okay, well, this person is an adult and they have a life that doesn't look desirable to me. Mm -hmm. What can I do to make sure that I don't end up like this person who's the same blood as me, same DNA as me, you know, that's, what you're saying is something really interesting because it's like, again, and I'm coming from my point of view in life, so I'm going to yeah. need you to fill in the blanks for me. Yeah, completely. But it's like when I see parents I see and, and children, I see the children usually looking at their parents as guides and they're like, oh, this is how to live life. So how did you adjust yourself from seeing your mom's situation in that trailer and say, I don't want that compared to, oh, this is just how life is? Uh, well, I mean, I, I lived in, in my house, you know, I, my grandma, uh, <laughs> along, along with having bipolar disorder, she also had uh, OCD. And she put a lot, a lot of time into cleaning, like hours and hours a day, she would be cleaning. So I knew what it was like to live in, in a clean house. I definitely knew what it was like to live in a clean house. And I guess seeing the shock of the other side of that was um, a big deal. Because even if like my, my childhood wasn't ideal, in my current living situation where I was living with my grandma and I was staying with my three brothers in one room like that, that was still uh, miles and miles better than the alternative of living in a cockroach ridden trailer with, you know, being underfed. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess, I guess I, I just, I already 
had a scale in my mind of like, oh, like this is what life is like for me. Mm. This is what life is like for them. Okay. And then I would, and then I would go and visit my friends from school and I'd be like, dad, but their life yeah. is up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank No, I appreciate you clarifying that for me. Like that, that's huge. Oh no, yeah. That's so cool. That's cool. It's so cool to see your different perspectives in life and recognizing that, Hey, there's actually much more than what I was born and raised into. And I'm going to strive oh, yeah. for that. That's really awesome. Um, you know, uh, I don't believe myself to be a content creator, Froggy. I, I, I see myself as someone who creates and captures sure. memories and moments. That's what the show is about. It's it's a catalog that's so of that. Fun. That's way too cute, man. Shut up. That's hey. fucking, that's adorable. That's, dude, that's good. That's great. <laughs> Have you coined that? That's fucking sick. That's how I see it, honestly. No, I, I, I mean, it's hard not to. Half the show is about someone else, you know? It's yeah. hard not to do that, if not 90% of the show. But uh, so we're going to create a moment and, and capture something here. Okay, a okay. snapshot, yeah. if you may, because who knows, you can revisit this VOD five it years, 10 be. years from now, wherever you're at in life, whether you're still creating or maybe you've moved on to, to other things and you could revisit this and say, oh, this is who I was and what I was thinking at this time. But I'm going to ask you this, all right, mm -hmm. in, in pertaining specifically to your, your mom and heck, even your dad that you've never met before, what is something that they should know about you no matter where you go in life? What is something they should know about the sun? Uh, wow, I guess it would, be, it would be pretty fucking wrong to tell my mom that I live my life every day trying not to follow in her footsteps, but like, that's it, right? Yeah. Like, I, like that, that is, it's true. That's, that's what I'm trying to do is I, I, I've seen the path of addiction from a very young age. And while I do smoke a lot of weed, like a, just an absurd amount of weed, um, I don't want substance abuse to be something that really dictates and controls my life to um to that kind of level yeah how about your dad i would honestly ask um you know if he has a big dick because i kind of got the short end of the stick here like i'm pretty <laughs> upset about it um so i'm wondering if he's packing it or not or if this is just <laughs> simply my end <laughs> I'll take it. You know, you get I'll to keep his foreskin. <laughs> I think that's a sharing thing. Yeah, that's one of those things. It's detachable. That's what I was taught in, in grade school. It's detachable. That's uh, I love that though. I appreciate that. That honesty though, <laughs> it's true. Like, it, it, this is one of those conversations that's necessary. You know, it, it's everyone's story is so unique, and and I'm I'm glad that you didn't pull back punches or try to figure out a way oh, to yeah. to make it sound cookie cutter or clean. Because this is something that you've had to live through. This is a part of your identity and a part of your story. And and while that's the past, you know, you're looking forward now. You've oh, moved across sure. the United it's, States. It's such a big part of who I am now, you know? Like mm -hmm. I can't I can't just like look at my child and be like, Well, that's not why I'm this way. Mm -hmm. Because like if I if I didn't have the the odd circumstances I had in my childhood, like I wouldn't have spent my time terminally online, like I wouldn't be the person I am. Um would I have been a different person? I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. But I, I got to say, like, I am at the end of the day, like, happy with the, with the person that I am, yeah. regardless of uh, the weird start. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You know, we've gotten to talk about everyone else. You, your, your great grandma, your siblings, mm -hmm. your, your ma, even your dad, who we haven't met okay. yet. But I want to ask about you. Who were you growing up back in the day? What kind of uh, preteen to teenager were you, Froggy? Dude, I was the fucking worst, man. You know, you know the Cookie Monster shirt kid. 
That was me. <laughs> yeah. That was me, dude. I was the fucking I I spent so much time when I was uh when I when I was a kid. Mm. My my favorite activity from ages like eleven to thirteen, and like this is so bad. It was probably shoplifting. Like I loved shoplifting yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. I would I would walk into Hot Topic and walk out with a new armful of rubber band bracelets. Like I was, I felt like the baddest motherfucker, dude. Yeah. I had like, I had like the Domo beanies, dude. I had fucking like uh, Invader Zim t-shirts, mm-hmm. random like band t-shirts. I was just the, fu- but I, I was the worst. I was so annoying. I was so loud. I wanted everybody's attention all the time. Um, I really liked anime, but I was, I, and back then I wanted everybody to know about it. Mm-hmm. Cause like now I like anime, but like I'm a little ashamed about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a tad bit ashamed. What were you watching back in the day? Oh, when I was a kid, uh, yeah. Sailor Moon, Fruits Classic. Basket, uh, Death Note when Ooh. I was like 11 and that started getting yeah, into yeah, yeah. the other. Stuff. But nowadays you watching what? Hmm. I'd say my favorites are like um, Hunter x Hunter. I really like um, Vinland Saga was amazing. If anybody's seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those are a couple of my favorites. That's fantastic. I love how you, first of all, you just specifically targeted this hot topic. <laughs> all right. This is the reason why they're going out of business. Dude, dude. Oh, my God. That was the coolest place when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You'd walk in a hot topic. It was it was like kind of dark and dim, like lights were flashing everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I could totally get away with stealing in here anytime I want. And I didn't really have a sense of like how wrong that was back then, because when I was a kid, Everything that I did was in the eyes of like my older brothers, mm-hmm. uh, more or less. It was like what my, whatever my brothers did, that was what I thought was cool. So my brother, my brother was really into like Legend of Zelda games. Like I was really into Legend of Zelda games. Um, my my brother was really into stealing from Hot Topic. I was really into stealing from Hot Topic. You know, mm-hmm. like I think I think the first time I ever smoked weed, I was like eleven or twelve years old, and it's because my my high school age brothers they were already. You know, they were like, dude, try this. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But like, that's not cool, dude. Like, that's not what 11-year-olds should do. 11-year-olds shouldn't be like going and stealing from malls and smoking pot. Like, what? Yeah. 11-year-olds should be like riding scooters. Because like, dude, uh, and I, I remember getting this like, this like big shock in my childhood. Because I, ta- I talked about my roommate earlier and he's probably still watching. Hi. Mm-hmm. Um is one of the first times I ever I ever went over to his house and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking tell the story. One of the first times I ever went to his house, it was the biggest shock for me because <laughs> the, the the first thing that we did was we were riding scooters all around his neighborhood. He had a couple scooters, right? He had older brothers, they had they had old scooters, whatever. And he we were we were eleven years old, he fell down, he scraped his knee, he cried all the way home, and mommy patched him up. And I was sitting there like what like that just happens like you you can sit there 11 years old like crying getting a band-aid put on you by mom like i didn't even know that was allowed dude Mm -hmm. like i i if i if i scraped my knee and started crying when i was when i was 11 years old my my (laughs) my brothers would have just started punching me until i stopped crying And like and like that's just like a difference of relationship. But I remember it was it was it was such a big a big shock when I was like going and seeing my friends when I was a kid and like seeing what they did. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, your life is so different than mine, and I didn't think people's lives were that different than mine. Yeah, that's 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 wild to me. That that I mean, it, it makes perfect sense that that wasn't your norm given the circumstances you had to live with. But yeah. like, it's fascinating to you for you to I guess 
to hear what empathy looks like for the first time is what I'm trying to oh break God, it down yeah. as, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm an empath. <laughs> Someone's been on TikTok here. I can tell you that. That's, uh, that's fascinating to me, though. All right. But uh, taking us there, all right? You say you're a shitty kid, which, by the way, I, I got one more question to that. Oh God, what was so the nice. move when you were stealing from Hot Topic? What, how did you get away with shit? I would just slip it on my wrist. There no, nobody ever questions an 11-year-old kid with a shit ton of bracelets and a sleeping with sirens shirt. All right, fair play. You're right. Yeah, it's nobody just, you know, bad question. I, I We're all allowed one bad question. <laughs> I would literally just put it on my wrist and walk out, and they would never say a word to me. They just, oh, of course. Oh, this is and the like, Hot Topic like, demographic. If you're, if you're working at a Hot Topic, like, you're you're way too fucking lazy to go, like, lecture some 11-year-old <laughs> about shoplifting, you know? You're just going to let him walk out because you don't give a, enough of a <laughs> <laughs> That and a Spencer's Gifts, I swear, all right? L- the two places I stole from the most, literally. Yeah? Oh, you, are you going all the way in the back where the dildos are? <laughs> like, what? Did you know that? Uh, I didn't know they, that they course, had that there. Of course, I do. of course I do that because when I was 12 years old, I would go in the back of there and point it and be like, guys, look, penis. And my friends would be like, that's so funny, dude. I can't believe they penis in the, in the mall. I can't believe there's a real live silicone penis in the mall right now. And I'm pointing at it like, guys, this is the moment that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. And here we <laughs> are. We saw a silicone cock in Spencer's <laughs> Gifts. <laughs> it's solidified on the internet forever. That's the thing. It's so true. I don't even know why they're selling that next to the Peter Griffin mug, but it is what it is. It's such a fucking weird. It's it, such it a is weird always store. right next to Family Guy stuff. It always is. Always, always. Yeah, you, you have to imagine that like like Spencer's gift is just for like the weirdest person. hundred percent. Like, like when you walk into Spencer's gifts, like you are getting something for somebody who you know is just strange baseline just fucking weird just you walk in there and the it's like gym. oh they have barack obama toilet paper like i guess like my uncle might like it's, this it's, like i don't like, it's so like, weird dude. <laughs> i think about it more and more there's so much good so many good bits you can make of this because it's right yeah. what demographic are they attracting it's not the it's not like it's it's too niche it's too dude, specific it, like there's I, one guy I keeping think, him in business I think that Spencer's Gifts targets the exact same people that watch Tosh.0. Okay. There. I can, I can get, I can get behind that. <laughs> I think that's that. it. I think that's it. I lived with some people that were like that. They're, you're right. They did get me a Spencer's Gift item there. So you, this goes hand in hand. Smell it on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. Let's take you to the next part of this lifestyle, all right? We talked right. a little bit about yourself and your family. I want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about education, all right? I'm going to talk to okay. you a little bit about schooling. Mm-hmm. Now, again, taking your story and how unique that was, I have to ask. We're going straight to high school. Did you go to high school? Was this a part of your life at all? I dropped out of high school. Um, mm-hmm. So did all of my siblings, actually. Every single one of us dropped out of high school without fail. Um, when I was 16, I would say that was like... Uh, the height of like my mental health issues. I I was struggling with depression really bad every day. I would find it extremely hard to leave the bed. Um, I had a therapist coming and visiting like a couple times a week that was like from the state. It's it's weird. Okay, because when like when you're um a child of adoption, sometimes they'll just like they'll like send <laughs> they'll like send not child of adoption, but like somebody who's been in foster care. Mm-hmm. They'll 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 send like workers out every once in a while to like check that like home life is okay or whatever, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I had that, but I completely forgot what I was talking about. 
you were talking about Dude, I how do this like all the time yeah it's totally fine it happens but you were talking about how like uh back in the day you just had uh during your uh, when you were 16 you were dealing oh, yeah, with yeah, heavy yeah. depression I, yeah 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 so i i found it really hard to leave my bed every day i would always get like you know i mean it, it, it's almost the same feeling as like b- before the show it's like an intense anxiety feeling I, w- I would get that on the school bus ride to school every single day and it's not like anything bad was happening in school but i was not a good student i was i was flunking out of high school i wasn't putting in any of the any effort whatsoever so i was just kind of i was in a cycle of failing being too sad to care about failing at laying there and then eventually it, i just i dropped out I'd, I'd gone to like a a reform school for like a year because when i when i initially wanted to leave school i was 15 years old mm-hmm. uh but I, I had gone to an alternative school instead to try some other options you know because it wasn't uh i wasn't allowed to drop out it until i was 16 mm-hmm. uh so i i did that for like a year and i had actually i had a really solid gpa gpa i got i got an award from the school for having like the highest uh, GPA of like my year. They gave me like a Chick-fil-A gift card and everything. It was fucking sick uh, in this alternative school. But I mean, my mental health issues still weren't improving back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really still didn't want to do anything more than just lay in bed. So I, even after that great year in school, I, I just dropped out and I laid in bed all day mm-hmm. for a while. So- so to break this down, maybe for those that aren't familiar with alternative school, you, you mentioned that it was a place that you mm-hmm. went to because you dropped out of the main high school. But right. w- was there any specific difference in terms of the curriculum, in terms of um, the experience there? Well, so, I mean, the, the biggest thing was the people there kind of scared me mm-hmm. in in a way that, like, I wouldn't talk to anybody. Because when I'm in a reform, when I'm in an alternative school, like, a lot of the, a lot of the, the kids there were there against against their their will <laughs> yeah you yeah. know like most of them didn't want to be there like a lot of them were like fucking um i don't know doing random things like fucking trading trading drugs in school and shit like we had we had a fucking drug dog that would come to school every every day and sniff the lockers there, were, there was like multiple security guards we had fucking uh metal detectors at the door like this school was not like it was not like the sickest place ever you know Jeez. um so I, I mean, the biggest thing was I, I genuinely just didn't talk to anybody. I, I had one friend. His name was Javier, and he was like 21 years old, because mm-hmm. um, you know that's how alternative schools are. And he also gave me my first tattoo when I was 15 years old. Shout out to Javier. There is. <laughs> he gave me my first tattoo when I was 15. That's uh, I met him in that school. Yeah. So uh, I guess going from there, all right, I got to ask, I will, uh, you know, again, so far your story, Mm -hmm. it's very rare that I have to like Mm -hmm. almost Mm -hmm. make a new show on the fly because your story is so unique. I've been, it's been so, I don't, I've literally not told anybody everything for so long because I didn't have a good way to, like, I don't know how I just unload all of that, you know? I mean, but uh, quickly before we get into the sex bar, I have to pee so bad. Go ahead. Again. <laughs> go ahead. You can go. And my, my cat's sleeping on my lap, though, so I kind of, I feel like an asshole anytime Aww. I, like, have to get up with my cat on my lap. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. He'll be back. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll entertain the crowd here. Hello, hello again. Thank you so much for sticking around and, and watching uh, Froggy. Uh, Froggy's a life story. Twice in an hour? That's what I'm saying. It's the, you know why? It's the green tea. 100% it's the green tea. I, uh, this man's amazing, guys. Are you kidding me? How have I not ran into him sooner? Like, Tessa, are you... I'm blown away. Like, I'm I'm listening to the first part of his story, and I'm... So, like, I... 
I don't want to tell him this, but I'm like fighting back a couple tears. I'm glad that the camera is far away because his story is fucking amazing. Like this is insanity to me. And like the hardest shows are ones like this where I have to throw the script. All of the, this is not scripted. This is a conversation, but I have placed questions, but I have to throw those all out the windows because those don't apply. But I'm humbled by this story and I'm humbled by the person because like, holy shit, the fact that he's here today, like I, w- I think about myself and if I was thrown in a situation he was, I would have given up a long time ago and just be like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm just going to do whatever. But homie took this passion of his and his interest, made it sustainable, moved out, is so kind. What? What is going on here? Uh, Froggy's girlfriend here. I'm so proud of him. Eva, man, we'll be talking about you in just a little bit of time. But <laughs> nice to see you. Holy cow. Stunning. You good? Hi. It's the green tea. I was telling them. I'm tell. I I I knew it. It's the antioxidants. Dude, my chat. My chat always fucking flames me. I pee so much when I stream. It's because I yeah. I, a I had green tea before I stream, which thank you for telling them that because like <laughs> they don't God, get it. Uh, but they I don't they it. don't get it. They don't mm-hmm. get it. They don't get the struggles of a streamer. <laughs> uh-huh. But I dude, I've already filled this like this is like this might like second time this stream like having mm-hmm. this filled up like this is down to oh, here. Come on, chat. Dude, give me a fucking break, dude. Same thing. I drink a jug of water yeah. during the thing because it's just something oh to do. God. Yeah, it, it's, it's so bad. It, and it's important, by yeah, the way, sure. chat. If you haven't had water today, if you have not been drinking water, it's true. A lot of crusty motherfuckers it. are on Twitch. Let's just be honest. You're, you're disgusting, honestly. You're. <laughs> yeah. But the tea, Your honestly, probably smells like battery acid. <laughs> I I swear, how many? You know how people do like variety content creators? Like, I'll rate your setup or send me your setup. How <laughs> yeah, many yeah, of those yeah. motherfuckers is the first time that they clean their room just to send the photo? All of Dude, them. Dude, I'm gonna Liars. be completely honest. If I if 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 <laughs> if you looked at my desk right now, you would hate me it's such a mess oh same here it's Mine, so bad it's yeah. a it's a den here i don't like I could, it but i could pull i could just pull up like five random objects from immediately in front of me and like that's not that's not a good sign like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. like why is my it. cat's collar here like <laughs> you never know all right you never know so yeah try it out there it's a bracelet now too but what i wanted to ask you right going back to what we were talking about we were talking about education Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about your time in high school some of the basic questions i do have when you were in high school for the time you were Mm -hmm. you know what of the stereotypes you know there's a broad range of stereotypes popular kids kids, jocks and nerds whatever the anime kids where do you feel like you fell under that spectrum and why yeah i was i was a theater kid i was in theater you were a theater kid yeah yeah i was I was in my my high school's production of Legally Blonde. It was beautiful. What? Yeah. Are you and Tessa going to the same high school? That's ridiculous. You Legally no, Blonde. No, but Tessa and I lived re- we lived really close together before I moved. Like so close together. We we talked about it a bunch. That's wild. I so- I, I wish I I wish I met Tessa before I left. Actually, that would mm-hmm. be cool. Not too late there, but uh, what what uh, or maybe at TwitchCon, but what was it about theater that resonated to you? Why did you Why did you glean on to oh that specific? I- fucking part of the same reason that i love being a twitch streamer dude i just love attention like i just i yeah. I, yeah. I just love attention so goddamn much i i can't handle it <laughs> uh, true honestly true there's a bit of vanity for any person that's willing to go live and say hey i'm important enough to watch me all right you gotta yeah, watch me. i mean it, it, it literally just seemed like something that was that was so fun to do i, I was in um i was in musical theater actually uh so I w- it was singing and dancing and i was like wow this seems like 
a positive thing to put my energy into. But mm. then, like, I didn't, I didn't get a part. Um, wow, this is actually, you know what? This reminds me. This is actually like part of the reason that, like, and it sounds so stupid now because, like, I'm a fully grown adult. But when I was when I was 15, it was it was a big part of the reason that I spiraled was like musical theater and like being in theater. It was one of my one of my outlets back then, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember not getting uh, a part in the play like I did the year before. And, and then after that, I just kind of stopped going to school. Hmm. Did you feel like yeah. it was like a lost identity because you didn't get the part? Um, it, I don't even, you know, I don't even think I correlated it too much in my mind. I, I was definitely not happy when I didn't get it, when I didn't get the part. Right. Yeah. But, um, I don't think I correlated it with not going to school. I, I didn't realize until years later that like the reason that I was so upset was it was my one outlet and it felt like it was kind of just like yoinked from me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, of course, I got to ask the layup questions. What was the subject that you yeah. thrived in that you enjoyed the most in high school? Oh, um, writing, probably. I, I, I like writing. I like English now. I, I'm pretty good at speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I, was, I was essentially terrible at everything else. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. But yeah, no, I, I, did, I did love to write. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, I've even written like essays for my friends like now. That I, I've gotten paid to write a couple essays. And it's like, it's not too bad. You're not. Not too bad. I, I, a high school dropout can write college level essays. So not too bad. What is it about writing that just it stood out to you as a as a subject Again, you loved? I think this is one of those things where I I've spent my life terminally online, and a lot of that, especially being a kid and just typing all the time, I was just on RuneScape saying words to people, and I was on MapleStory saying words to people, and I think it just fucking stuck with me. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I've been doing forever is typing to people and writing to people. So it was kind of a natural progression, right? You bringing up RuneScape just keeps hitting this tone because I used to play. I used to be the fisherman. Yeah. I was selling lobbies, twenty five k a pack, man. It was just mm. it, there's something. Yeah, that I was actually, dude. I, I I know I keep bringing up my roommate. That was exactly we met because of RuneScape. We became friends because of RuneScape. No shot. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Well, I I talked about how we met when we were eleven, but yeah. the way the way that we that we met was we were we were in gym class and we were like playing some fucking we were playing some kickball or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, uh, after we played kickball together, we we ended up talking about RuneScape. And I was like, I didn't think you know I'm sitting there eleven years old, like I didn't think anybody had any idea what RuneScape is. But uh, the biggest deal back then was that we we both brought up the fact that we played RuneScape private servers, which I don't know if you if you know, but that's like that's that's no. a lot more of a niche than like than the runescape itself because mm-hmm. um it was essentially like it was it was a server hosted by somebody else who has all the code from runescape right and then mm-hmm. they would just do like boosted exp rates or you know you can get free dragon claws or whatever right so obviously uh being a kid i was really into private servers and stuff and he was too and that was one of our biggest like topics of discussion was runescape and private servers and that was how we became friends i love that that's sick that's so I didn't know that. Yeah, now we live together, and I'm talking about RuneScape with you. Yeah, and here it is. Right? This game again. So we got to send this to the devs. They're they're video making games, friendships man. left Fucking and right. Video games, dude. A whole life. It's just been like that's been the the connecting factor between me and so many people. Mm-hmm. Damn, 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 damn. So you know, I want to bring us here to kind of that that age of 16, though. Mm-hmm. All right, you decide. Yeah. You decided that this was kind of uh, your, your school wasn't for you. You know, nope. you you were depressed. Uh, you didn't. You just didn't want any part of it. Was there never an inkling to go back to say, "Hey, I want to get my degree or I want to pursue higher education"? Uh, well, I have I have a GED, right, which is just the general equivalency diploma, um, which I got I got that when I was seventeen or eighteen. I don't know. I that wasn't bad. I, I don't know if you know, but it's actually like extremely easy to get a GED. Like I mm. I didn't. You don't have to study or anything. Or I didn't. You know, you, you I fucking 
finished what what should be a high school diploma in like two days, and like that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. In in my in my brain, the 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 timeline makes sense. I was sad in school. I stopped going to school. I was a little less sad, but then I I just I just ended up spending like more time online. And I mean that that that's around the time that I got into Twitch and everything was the mm-hmm. same time that I dropped out of high school. So uh, I mean it did kind of go hand in hand. And I mean luckily. Twitch has worked out so far. <laughs> yeah, and and so getting that uh, you said it was I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I forgot what you said. GRD, GED, GED. GED yeah. I'm sorry. GED. Mm, when you got that, I should know that perfectly fine. But when you got that, when you got the GED, did you never think maybe even higher than that? Never community college for uniform year university, any of that? So my biggest thing, and like um, that sucks. I <laughs> no. I I have like a like a huge lack of motivation and energy to do most things in general. Yeah. And like and I and I hate to like let that like fucking cripple me from doing anything, but the idea of me trying to balance um you know, school and working, which I would have to do cuz I can't I, I have no other way to like really pay for school. Mm-hmm. Um alongside the fact that I don't want to stop streaming would be so hard like mm-hmm. I, I i it just sounds like way too much on my plate like i love streaming i don't want to give up streaming um and i also don't really have the resources to access higher education in a way that seems uh affordable or like sustainable for me right Definitely. now so yeah so i i guess my my main like my <laughs> i my my plan right now is just kind of to live off of like my twitch income uh maybe i'll get like a second like a part-time job like pretty soon next couple months and uh... we'll see where we go from it no (laughs) that's that's what i got right now (laughs) i mean to be fair i think that's the beauty of life i think if you were to talk to someone like i'm I'm 28 right i'm 28 years old and there's this weird comfort that we get you know, we, when we go to school or you go to college, you'll be, you're, you're surrounded by people that you think yeah. have their shit together or have some sort of laid out plan. But life will pull you in different directions. And, and it's how you play your cards. It's, uh, you know, not everyone's dealt the same hand. Uh, actually, no one is dealt the same hand. Everyone has <laughs> Everyone, their advantages, nobody. disadvantages. Mm-hmm. And so being able to say, you know what? I'm not going to think that far ahead. I'm going to take life a day at a time. I'm going to see what's in front of me and maximize all those opportunities. I think is much more important than someone saying, this is the end goal and I need to just get there. And so right. I, I respect your decisions there. And especially you're working hard, man. That's not like, let's not dismiss that. You're, you're trying your best. I, I no, I really do appreciate you saying that. I really do. But I, I at the same time, it doesn't feel like I'm working hard. Like, and I, I am often, and I'm sure like you experience this. And I know a ton of content creators do. Um, but like, I often feel like the, the content that I'm putting out isn't enough. Like I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's natural when you're fucking making money for playing video games that you feel like you're genuinely just not doing enough. But I don't know when I'm sitting there, like getting donos or, um, people are subscribed to me or whatever. I, I'm more often than not. I think I, I'm thinking to myself, like, holy shit. Like why, <laughs> like, yeah. why are you subscribing to me? Like I'm, I am just sitting here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, it's fucking, it's definitely been a, a huge weight off my shoulders having, having fucking Twitch community, having my back and everything. But like, I, I want to also at the same time, just be a little realistic about the future and like, uh, the future of streaming. Cause I don't, I, I know my community's done so much for me, but I don't want them to 
feel like I I have to depend on them. Yeah, <laughs> you, you want to shoulder some that, of that load. That sucks. That yeah, that, that 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 sucks. I don't I don't I don't want somebody to like watch their favorite streamer and just be like, oh shit, I gotta fucking gift fifty subs so my streamer can pay rent this month because like yeah. that's. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's, that's not that's not fun that's a fascinating <laughs> mindset you don't hear that enough because people and and this is something i get uncomfortable someone was another streamer was trying to teach me how to like sell myself or like you you hear the term bait i mean and it's God, tough yeah. because and there's no dig at them they do their thing but for mm -hmm. me it's just uncomfortable no, no 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 i get it i get it i mean everybody everybody's on their grind whatever i mean even me like obviously like i'm i'm making incentives to get gift subs like i'm obviously yeah trying trying to to uh get subs or bits or whatever um but it's it's not my main focus yeah. i guess I, I i think i think my main focus is trying to make something that's good and making money god that sounds like that sounds way too cliche though it's like i just want to make <laughs> good content and i don't care about the money but like the money the money helps and it is it the goes reason hand in i hand. am but either it's the reason that i'm able to keep making content mm-hmm it's you know it's part of the reason. I don't even think it's just something good. I think it's something you're proud of. You know, it's, at the end of the I mean, day, it's fucking. I I've been able to live off of Twitch for fucking two years, dude, and like that's wow. that's been unreal to me. You know, I mean, I was paying less rent before I moved, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, I like I said, I was moving my grandma, so I was I was paying her significantly less rent, but I was still paying all my groceries, my phone bill, Wi-Fi, etc. Right? So like I I've been I've been paying off a lot of these things for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and thinking about like having a traditional job <laughs> throughout everything else on top of everything else I've already, I've already done in my life. It sounds like so fucking so much stress. So I'm just, I'm just yeah. glad I've, I've had, I've had Twitch alongside all of this. I, I have one more question for you in, yeah, go ahead. regarding to education. All right. I want to, it's story mm -hmm. time. Once again, I oh, want yeah. you to think back upon your time when you were in high school for those couple of years all right mm -hmm. and i want you to give us one story whether it be a good one something that you look back fondly something that you appreciate you cherish to this very day or a, a story of tribulation something that was really difficult that you had to experience to develop the character or who you are uh right here right now can you give us one of those stories yeah actually i think i want to i want to tell you about the time that i got my first tattoo oh shoot. i was yeah, I was I was 15. Like I mentioned, my friend in reform school did it for me. Uh, his name was Javier. He was fucking. He was he was a great guy. He was just a little, uh, you know, a little, drew the short end of the stick. Kind of kind of similar situation to me. Um, but I, I met him in my Earth Science class. I was fucking. I was 15 years old. He was 20. I, he was he was just trying to. He was really good at drawing. He'd fucking he'd draw like animate a bunch of little fucking like comic strips and class and whatever do like the little like flippy note sketch things mm. and they were fucking sick right mm -hmm. uh, he, he would do all this all this creative stuff and i he was he was such a cool guy um he was so personable so funny uh and i remember he he talked about the fact that he did tattoos because he had quite a few himself he had like tattoos like all the way up his neck and i was like this this guy is intimidating he's a neat guy um but genuinely so approachable and i i think i i adopted like a lot of that <laughs> demeanor of like oh my god i always want to be like a little bit intimidating but approachable that sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> that honestly does but i resonate with yeah that. yeah he he uh he was like dude i'll fucking i'll tattoo you anytime you you pull up with 20 bucks and i got you <laughs> so i fucking i remember it was it was after school that day i I, w I told my grandma that I was going to 
take an Uber over to uh, a friend's house and then we were just going to go get like food or something, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I took the Uber. His house was like fucking 40 minutes out. I had no idea how he made the commute to school every day. I ended up spending more on the Uber than the tattoo. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I pull up to his place. Um, I knock on the door a few times, whatever. Uh, his, like, fucking, like, six-year-old sister answers the door in, like, her pajamas. And I'm like, hey, like, I'm, I'm here to see Javi. Uh, so she she walks me to the back, <laughs> like she like this six year old girl walks me. me walks me. She no no words were no words were exchanged. Let me just say she she just kind of turns around. She she kind of like motions me and we and we start we start walking to the back right. Um, so so we reach we reach these fucking um this this door that goes down to their basement right yeah. and it's it's like dark in there and uh she opens the door and she just kind of like motions me down she's kind of standing next to the door and at this moment i'm sitting there like dude am i like i like don't want to do this anymore this is <laughs> like, terrifying I, yeah I, i'm scared <laughs> but i i walk down in the basement um javi's down there he's got like a whole fucking i don't want to say like a whole setup i was it was basically just uh a room with a couch, some lights, and a TV playing Grand Theft Auto Five, right? So I, he was like, he was like, hey man, uh, what's up, dude? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking, I'm setting up, you know. You just give me a minute. Uh, you could play GTA Five. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there, fucking driving around in GTA Five, whatever. Like I'm fucking, I'm, I'm 15. I'm nervous as hell. Like my hands are shaking. Like I'm trying to focus on Grand Theft Auto, but I'm mostly just sitting there going like, I'm gonna get tattoo. Um. So like you know, five ten minutes later, he fucking uh, he's like, "All right, man, what do you want?" And I show him this picture of this stupid little fucking triangle. I'll 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 type out the name of it so you can just Google it yourself. Oh I'll, please, put in the chat. You. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll try and I'll I'll try and show you on stream because I got the tattoo covered up years later. It's not mm. that it was no, it was bad work, but <laughs> um, basically. When you do a tattoo wrong, mm. sometimes the skin will like be raised uh, where where you did the ink, right? Oh, okay. So I, I kind of have like a like a tattoo scar in the middle of this robot. You can kind of see there's like a little oh, triangle yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So I I got this tattoo, the triangle covered up years ago, but he just gave me a little triangle right there on my wrist. Yeah. Well, yeah. why why triangle? Why did you choose that? I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> that was, dude, yeah, the no. same reason I've gotten every single one of my tattoos is just I think they look cool. Oh, but like, see, I agree with that. I don't think every tattoo needs to have a story. I think too many people oh, yeah, are trying to sure. make it sentimental. They could just look for sick. Sure, 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 but 15 year old you, you were thinking, not a square, not a right. diamond, not a star. Okay. All right. No, you got me. You got me. When I was 15, I was like, I'm going to make it so deep. No, and like I, and like I, I remember I remember I, I don't know. I made it some bullshit story about it, but and like in the back of my mind, like I knew that I only wanted it because it was just this cool little triangle. Okay. Fair play. <laughs> like, I like it. It's cool. <laughs> what what's even better is that like you did cover it up, like you have the whole robot sleeve yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, there's still kind of a, a nod to the That's you the thing see about it. tattoos, dude. You yeah, could, yeah, you could definitely see it. You, you still see it. it. And I think that's cool. Like it, it doesn't make it look sca- like it's it has character. Like, there's a story beyond the story. That's really dope. I like. I it think a lot. my tattoo artist did a great job covering it up. I think yeah. he fucking did phenomenal. Best he could, definitely. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, I love that. I love that. That's so. <laughs> that's so it's a story. A story from Froggy being 15. So when you went to that house, all right. First of all, I'm surprised you even followed the six six year old into the house. Like, dude, if there's no I, words being exchanged, how would you know? Word. She was in her pajamas, fucking snot nosed ass kid, just fucking motions me into a basement and i'm yeah. like all right well if i die like 
it was it was an all right life. It was okay. <laughs> At very best, five out of ten. Like I. And, the, and when, when it was now. just done, you just left. You just you know, all right. Left. Saw him at school the next day. <laughs> like that was it, dude. <laughs> I remember. I remember thinking uh, specifically when I got the tattoo. I was like, I was like, man, it's gonna be. Everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, he's 15 and he has a tattoo. This guy, this kid's hard. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody gave a shit. Who fucking, who cares? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> if some, if 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 somebody was 15, if one of my 15 year old viewers got a tattoo, I would be like, man, that tattoo is stupid. You suck. That's what I would say. <laughs> this is a role model of the year right now. Hey, get that's that shit off say. your arm. <laughs> I would say that's fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely ruin them. They were the expectations. Because I, I agree. I've done a lot of decisions in life growing up during those high school years that you think it's going to give you clout and make you important and cool. Man, fuck so, you. So <laughs> dumb. Literally so dumb. And, and the thing about it that's, that's like the funniest of all is it, it – matters maybe the least ever who mm. you are when you're in high school <laughs> like like that that should be where it matters the absolute least like i wish i cared less about how people perceived me in high school i would mm-hmm. i would live my life so differently you know mm-hmm. jesus that's so good that's so good fair play let's move on here all right third party mm-hmm. life story we're going to talk yep. about work history all right mm. and and i'm going to include content creation at the end uh so you don't have to include that for now all right uh, so we'll include that as number four. But I've only worked one job before content creation, and it was for a week. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's get into that. All right, because I was good. You you actually saved me the breath of having to do the same pitch of having to explain this part. So you said you had one job. Can you tell us how old you were and what was that job? Uh, I was sixteen. This was very shortly after I dropped out, and I was a barista. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, not. It was not a good week. It was. It was a bad week. It was. A, it was a really, really bad week. I. I think that was when I got the first taste of holy shit. Like people in the service industry like need to be like worshipped. Like when I walk into a Burger King, like I need to get in my fucking hands and knees and start bowing down to the cashier. Like yeah, I dude, work working service working working customer service is fucking terrible it is horrible yeah i i genuinely just didn't think people were that stupid until (laughs) until i started working in customer service and there was a story that i told on stream like so recently and this was one of the one of the first one of the first days i was on i was on my fucking job Mm. is um this woman you know typical like fucking karen type uh comes comes into the into the place and she orders she orders some latte or whatever and um i i put whole milk in it uh because i thought that's what she ordered and i i I don't know maybe she did maybe she didn't um and i remember this one so specifically because when she came back and was like i ordered this with with oat milk i was like i was like you know obviously i did the whole like oh my god like i'm sorry like (laughs) that's that's my bad but i was like i was like i'm so sorry like i thought i thought it was whole milk yeah and just me saying I thought it was whole milk instead of just saying, like, I'm so sorry, I'll take it back. That was enough to send her over the edge. She took the whole fucking coffee, took off the lid, and just poured it on the ground in front of me. And from that moment on, I realized I never wanted to work a day again in my life. Was it that specific experience that got you to quit within a week? Um, it was, it, I mean, it was a bunch of experiences, right? But essentially what I, what I learned from that and, you know, a collection of, of different experiences throughout the week was that working in uh, the service industry is terrible. I have an immense level of respect for anybody who can, uh, 
uh, stomach working as a fucking barista, waiter, mm-hmm. fast food, whatever. Like, holy shit, you're braver than our fucking troops by a mile. <laughs> and and explain to me this, all right? So you had that hellish of a week. You learned mm-hmm. so much about the industry and how poorly uh, those in the service industry were cheated, uh, especially that one moment with that Karen dropping the coffee in front of you. Yep. Tell me, uh, tell so me evil. how the resignation went. Oh, um, wow. This, it's actually interesting that you brought that up because this, this would, this is something that goes hand in hand with like my, my intense anxiety over the years was like, um, I, I didn't even tell them I didn't, I just stopped going. It was, and it's like, I did the exact same thing. I, I didn't have enough of like a sense of responsibility back then. You know, I literally just stopped showing up one day. Yeah. And I mean, uh, like, you know, obviously like a, a day or two after I stopped showing up, they called me and they're like, dude, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I can't do this. <laughs> you answered the call. I would have just not answered if that's the case. Um, yeah, I maybe. No, it, I definitely I definitely got a call and I definitely answered it. Yeah, I, I, I remember answering it. I, I was avoiding it for like a, a few days, but mm-hmm. I, I, I got to it. You know, okay. First of all, then that you still get a sense of responsibility for that one. All right, you have uh, a little bit. It was it was me answering a phone call <laughs> after a few days of them being like, "Dude, you're not going to work. Like, what's yeah. going on?" <laughs> but look, to be fair, also, it's like you know, here in the, I don't, I can't name one person during that time, during 16 years old, that was willing to answer a phone call. You know, that's so, that drives my anxiety up, having to answer the phone and be like, "Shit, here oh we God. go." It's a freestyle yeah. conversation. Who knows what's going to be? But you know, <laughs> I mean, that... answer this Discord call was exactly that. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Same thing. Uh, calling. You know, I've done this over a hundred plus times. It still never wears away because I don't yeah. know what's going to happen on the other. There's no pre-show interview. We just do mm-hmm. this now. All right. That's and yeah, I think that's like, the literally. beauty of it too. It's, it's no, it's such a good format. You've honestly, you've nailed it. You, oh. I think your show is so high quality. Seriously, dude, God, man, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a secret after the show, though. All right, I'll tell you all a secret. Right. Just remind me to tell you the secret there. But I got Captain. Go, going from there. All right, so you quit that mm-hmm. job, knew it wasn't for you, and knew that through your experience in the service industry that you didn't want to work a day in your life. You wanted to to focus on what you loved yeah. and somehow uh, make that feasible right. uh, through through monetary ways. Now, bringing that to content creation, you said that you started when you were uh, 16 around that same time. Well, okay, so that's that's fun because that's when I started Twitch content, right? Mm -hmm. But I've been making YouTube videos. Again, mentioned my roommate. My roommate and I have been making Minecraft videos since we were 11 years old. You know, Mm. like I've got I've got videos on YouTube from fucking, you know, like actually 10 years ago. Uh, of just uh, of just us sitting there in his in his laundry room where his computer used to be playing Minecraft. Hmm. Um, so I've been I've been into the into the whole like content creation thing ever since you know literally for half my life at this point. Um, so I, I guess the the biggest thing when I when I was moving to Twitch was I I realized that there was like a a direct way of monetization and I I at that you know at that point that I had already decided to start streaming. Um, I I'd used my money to sub to a few streamers before, right? So I obviously knew that it worked. <laughs> I was like, if they can get me to subscribe to them, people might even subscribe to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um my roommate put in a fucking huge investment on me. Uh he t- he took his 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 money and uh he bought me a gaming laptop off of eBay. Wow. Which I 
yeah, and I, I used that to start streaming, and I, I paid him back every every penny off of streaming. I, it took me like probably half a year, wow. at least, to get my first my first Twitch payout. But I remember I remember being really excited to uh, to pay him off. I was like, holy shit, like <laughs> like I did it. I bought I bought the thing that yeah. that fucking earned me money. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's that, so I've been I've been into content creation for a long time. I just I didn't exactly realize there was a direct way to monetize from it until until i started getting into twitch streaming yeah kind of looking to the future now though all right Mm -hmm. you you you've turned this chapter and saying you know what i'm gonna lean into variety content creation uh tell me what does the future hold for you what where would you like to be in the world of content creation uh maybe even three years from now i honestly at the end of the day like i'm i'm already happy with where i'm at but I think I think if things didn't change in three years and I was the exact same place, like I I, I don't think there's any way I wouldn't be sad about it. <laughs> like even though I know I'm doing good and like I and like I'm so happy with my viewership and everything, I think if nothing changed in three years, I I would be I would be extremely disappointed because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that that means I did something wrong, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I know I know content creation so fucking weird and it's like not not everything is people doing anything wrong a lot of times it's just luck knowing the right people whatever and that's Mm -hmm. that's completely fine like that's i i've come to terms with that um ideally i guess what i what i would like to be doing in a few years is um i what i'm doing now but to a bigger audience you know i just i want to i want to get better at what i'm doing too i which is i streamers do streamers talk about that do they like getting better at streaming, getting better at like talking to chat, getting better at being a content creator. I like would that's say they a do a real thing. It's it's just they don't say it live on their own stream. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like I said, I'm I'm extremely transparent. Like even on my own stream, I talk about like my insecurities of like rambling or like I'm even just like sitting here looking down. I've just been scratching my mouse pad with my thumb for like five minutes. Like, am I not? <laughs> should I give more eye contact to the? Camera? I don't mind at all. This is it. You don't have to. I'm doing my part. I know what I can do. I meet you where you are. That's how it goes all yeah. the time. I'll meet you where you yeah. are. All right. This is this is it. But but it's like those are the thoughts that are going through my brain all the time. You know. Yeah. You, you well you mentioned hyper focused on that. You know you you had a quote here and I wrote this down. You said this almost an hour ago. You said I'm not doing enough. You know you said that in yeah. your world of consecration you're not doing enough. What yeah, does enough I, look I like to you? More. I need to fucking balance everything, dude. I. Because right now, literally, the I feel like the only thing that I do for my stream is interact on like Discord, Twitter, and press the go live button, and like that's it. Like, it, it, like I feel like that's literally as far as I go. Um, and like I, I want to do so much more. Like I, like I wanna, I wanna be editing my content into into digestible bits for fucking TikTok or YouTube. You know, like I have, I have so many youtube videos and like they're 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 doing like they did well like they were they were all paladins content <laughs> for the most part mm-hmm. but it was just it was the same thing of just like highlights of my stream little funny moments little tidbits and they did well and i you know i've gotten fucking uh, I, a lot of views on youtube i just i i don't really know what to do in the variety scape i guess i'm i'm still kind of navigating my way through this like weird and confusing time of being a streamer for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of still finding my bearings and I, I want to, I want to edit more and I want to stream longer is, is the biggest things, but I, I end up kind of using all of my energy. I, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tame person when I'm just like talking like this, but I, I do use a lot of energy on stream and mm-hmm. I do scream and mm-hmm. be loud and try and be entertaining or whatever. Right. 
and it, it can kind of take a lot out of me. So I, I will stream for like fucking three hours someday, but I'll end stream after three hours and be like, damn, like, I can't believe I just streamed for three hours. Like, well, if I was really dedicated to this, I'd be there for fucking 12 hours a day. It, I think that's such a real thing you're saying, though. Like, I, I see, like, you, you see someone like XQC, Trainwreck. Mm -hmm. They go 12 hours, man. They're going insane. And and, you, and then you're sitting there thinking, like, why why can't, why am I not doing this? Like, why am yeah. I not trying harder? Especially in the game of live streaming. It's like, if you're there more, it's there's a higher probability of someone able to catch you. If you're not, then you're kind of dead in the water unless you're making so content elsewhere. Moment, yeah, so every single moment of downtime, you're sitting there thinking, like, holy shit, like, I, what could I be doing to fucking 100%. try and grow my content? Yeah, and, and, and also, I mean, here's that, a big one. That could be a little debilitating. Oh, very much so. Plus the thing of what you just said where it's like when you go live, it's not that you're not you, but it's an amplified you. So therefore, oh, you're for using sure. for so sure, for much sure. energy. And I've talked about this on stream and off stream so many times at this point. It's like not not a stream personality, but um, definitely um, fucking playing yourself up. You know, I yes. gotta... I I'm I'm being myself, but turned turned to 150 percent so I can be entertaining, right? Because mm -hmm. not that I don't think that us sitting here and talking like this is entertaining, but it's a whole different kind of entertainment, you mm -hmm. know. Whereas like most of the time, like I'm I'm looking for um, funny, you know, little little shock humor moments. Uh, yeah. a, a lot a lot of ironic humor, I guess, is like most of what I do is mm -hmm. just a lot of irony. And I just I wish more people understood that. I wish more people, whether that be from the community, viewers, or even people who don't know Twitch, understood the, the, the feeling of being on. Like, it's a different, it's something different, man. You press that go live, and I've talked to it every is, creator. It is a whole different, whole different vibe. Different ballpark. And, and I think it also separates those that, that take it seriously and or want to, you know, pursue this long term compared to the hobby ones. The hobby ones, man, there's a big difference between streaming oh, yeah. I mean, and creating and content. i love them by the way and i love there's so oh, many, yeah. there's so many streamers like that i like and, and again this is this is a big one of those things where it's just like twitch is such a huge and massive and diverse platform mm -hmm. that you can do that right yeah uh, because like i i have so many streamers that are just like those people that will go live for fucking 12 hours a day and sit there but like most most of it is just them like downtime like just you know kind of talking mm -hmm. more or less like we are now just kind of no, no real high energy presence to it, and I think I do always want to bring that high energy presence to my stream. Yeah, at least when I'm trying to, you know, have those entertaining moments. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely there. I appreciate you sharing all that though. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. I'm excited what the future holds for you there. I think there's again when when you tell me variety and you bring the personality and the humor that you do, I, I'm excited to see what you create. It's kind of like Dude, seeing too, a chemist and artist at work. Cause like that was ah oh, that was such a big thing for me when I when I left Paladins is so many people being like like dude Frog like you got this like you're the guy in Paladins who could do this like that mm -hmm. like that was so heartwarming right mm -hmm. is is I I definitely would have never had the fucking the balls the gonads to just to full swap to variety if I didn't have so many people you know backing me so many people behind me being like you could do this dude you're 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 a neat guy yeah. you could play whatever game and uh, still talk about your balls and we'll still like you. I, I oh my gosh the amount of scratching your balls tweets i've saw i just is, listen man when you're nuts itch they itch right? they're true if, if you're but did, right did now they, you could scratch them nobody would know true honestly that's why it's the cam zoomed in so no one knows what happens when my hands go oh, under yeah. it's oh, just yeah. dude i i think one of the fucking best parts about being the twitch streamer that like it doesn't get discussed enough is the fact that we can always do our job without pants like all the time like i do that 
almost every day I'm streaming without pants. Oh my know? god, I'm so glad you said that because deadass, I wear pajama pants every interview. Not a single time am I wearing jeans. Are you fucking me? I'm not gonna wear jeans. Where am I going out? Like dude, who cares? Wearing, I want to feel comfortable. Right now, but like, I dude, I I'm gonna be. I did some degenerate shit, man. I did sleep in these pants before a stream. Like I I was straight up sleeping in jeans. That's too much. That's actually I took a nap, that's the man. most offensive thing you said. <laughs> I, I took a fucking nap in these pants right in that bed behind me. Are you you napped in jeans? That's a whole new. That's like. I don't know. That's a certain type of energy, dude. I can't imagine. Unless I'm like drunk at my possible. ass. I ain't napping in jeans. That's tough. You you hardcore. Yeah, no, man. like I like I mentioned, dude, I got I got absolutely blasted and then just fucking knocked out. So I I genuinely just took like four or five bong rips and fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like that was it, dude. Like that was it. Froggy, if I don't see your ass at TwitchCon, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Dude, I wanna go to TwitchCon. I actually wanna go to TwitchCon so bad. There's so many creators I wanna meet, and yeah. I feel like it could be how do you how do you approach creators and be like I want to make stuff with you? How do you do that? Because you uh, do it. Um, I don't know. I I usually just kind of ask. I'll be honest with you. I yeah, because just... like I've been I've been invited to like a few events and everything, but I, mm-hmm. I I've always I'm always trying to what's the word not offend people not like bother people yeah. <laughs> not annoy people because like i don't want them to get like the wrong idea of me right so i have i have such trouble just like approaching people and being like hey like i think you're really cool and also i'm awesome too yeah so let's do something <laughs> I, well no honestly <laughs> like, it, so i think it comes from kindness like here's the thing though froggy like mm-hmm. I, back i would say back within the first 30 shows i was so devastated when i got yeah. dono walled or told no but then you realize that in life, that's just how it is. People are going to say no for whatever reason. Maybe they think either the worst case scenario and my insecurity will always say they mm-hmm. think I'm clout chasing. They think I'm using or whatever. And then the oh, other I, part I of me is just like, you know what? You worry. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where if it, if it happens, it happens, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to keep yeah. doing my own shit and like until I can't do it no more. And if that that anxiety is going to always be there. But at the end of the day, I, again, I, I like to think that we make cool shit. And if you want to be a part of it, be a part of it. If you don't want yeah. to, then like, hey, all power to you. Do your own thing. But it's that acceptance of saying of of realizing people are going to say no is what made me, in my opinion, pretty, pretty uh, powerful and not having to, I guess, worry about that kind of realm. So I just shoot your shot, man. You never know. You really yeah. don't know who's going to say yes. I guess I, I guess I do have like a general like fear of rejection in the <laughs> in the in the content realm. Oh, dude! Like every time. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm and I'm sure and I'm sure you've gotten rejected so many times, but you've also done like interviews and shows with like some of the fucking coolest people on this side of the internet, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I, I guess you know that in 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 a way like that's that's got to be really inspiring to me. Is like I I have to be able to reach out to more creators like you, man, because. Holy shit, dude! You never know, man. You, unless you throw your hat in the ring, you ne- you will never get picked. You always yeah. got to throw your hat in there. So I guess I, I always just think it's gonna happen like natural progression, where I'm just like, okay, well, if I talk to this person enough, and we're like we're like boys now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it I don't know, like man. That. See, I'm not a believer in that. I'm I like people. You you you, yeah. you turn the you use the term luck earlier, and there is a degree of luck. But again, I think it's your own willingness to be exposed. Like my friend, mm-hmm. my, one of my best friends, his name's not Payton. Uh, you know, he he's one of my co-hosts oh, yeah. on the network, and he talks to me about how he, much he hates the marketing side of content creation. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's tough. It's cringe because it, you're not used to selling yourself. You're not do, selling a product. You're selling yourself. 
it ma- it makes you <laughs> yeah no that's 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 the perfect way to put it. it it makes you i don't know it makes you feel slimy dude yeah <laughs> it makes you feel slimy it's man. dirty it feels weird but then at the same time you're like this is kind of what i need to do like i i and, and if you know the world is gonna think the way they do in my heart i know my intentions are pure and and you know that's just if i want to collaborate if i want to make events if i want to do that i need to get out of my own head because that's your your biggest threshold the thing that holds you back in my opinion is your own head and your inabilities to do so and execute Uh, yeah i just i can't tell you how many times i've I've typed out like full fucking full messages that i that i'm gonna like send to people and be like hey like let's let's fucking let's hang out let's play fall guys together on stream or something sometime you know just something random like that and uh and then i just i delete it like halfway through typing it Mm. and i'm like I'm like, dude, they're they're never gonna respond to this. What am I doing? Like, I'm a fucking forty viewer Andy. Who cares yeah. about me? Well, I mean, it's so worst... easy, dude. I know, I know. The thing is, it's just so easy to get in your head like that, right? Yeah, it no, really you're, is. You're right, hundred percent, hundred percent. To this like, day, I, I completely still have agree with you that that's so irrational and like, like literally not a way to grow in the slightest is just to like fucking feed into your own anxieties. But it's, I mean, it's it's so real and it's so present for a lot of content creators. Amen. A hundred percent. I think you're speaking not just of the truth, but to a mass amount of people that that struggle with that same thing of I'm in my own head. I'm scared. I don't want to offend or I don't want to think about me a certain way. But man, like I'm I'm imploring you, Froggy, like it's it's part of the game. It's part of this industry and it sucks. But yeah, it is what it is. I like to think that I'm going to get invites, but you know. Sometimes you have to be the person that invites other people, I guess. And that's just how it's it's built around here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get, Getting invited to Twitch events is like a fucking... Uh, it's, it's so, that's one of my favorite things ever, dude. Is I, I've been invited to... I mean, not not that many. I got invited to the uh, to the Greninja event. With oh, yeah. MC Donning events. I did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've done this. <laughs> and like I, and I'll do the Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. That's going to be sick. You know, I'm that's going to be out. You still got to join that Discord, all right? Don't think I didn't I'm say it. I'm in it. I'm keeping track, all right? I'm keeping I'm, track. I'm, of it I'm in that Discord. 100%. Oh, you fine? Okay, good, good. Yeah, call, I'm already in. Call. All right, perfect. But uh, that being said, let's let's transition to the last part of the life story, all right? The one all last right. part of the life story before we get to the community questions. Again, exclamation mark Q if you have any questions that you want to talk about uh, with Froggy here. But this last part here, uh, you know what? Let's leave a cliffhanger. I know it says it on screen, but I'll leave a cliffhanger before I do this. I'm gonna use the restroom. Do you need to use the restroom though? Do you need to get in water? Yeah, I'll go after you. I'll go after you. No, 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 you first. It's always the guest first. I got, oh I got God, time. Really? My bladder's. I'm flattered. I'm gonna piss hard. Go. Okay. <laughs> I like this guy, ladies and gentlemen. Payne, thank you so much for the raid. I love you, but man, this guy's sick, dude. Honestly, we need to get him on the network quick. He's so sick. He's so fun. I'm having such a blast, man. His story's insane. All right, you got to watch the VOD. If, you, if you're coming from the raid and you did not see the early parts of his story, it's insanity how he's here today, man. Thriving, too. I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud. Seb, I wrote his name. Look at these notes, guys. I've been writing notes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this into an ebook. all the notes that I write of my guests live, just so you can see my chicken scratch and all the shit that I write. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> they're too good, but what up, guys? How you doing? Hello. Welcome in, welcome in. This is the part of the, the Spotify cast that's going to be hard for you guys to watch, <laughs> listen to. Turn right, turn right, right now, guys. Turn right. You have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just for the three people that watch it and listen to Spotify. What up, Pineapple? How you doing? 
How you all doing today, man? Thank you again for being here, man. I, I appreciate it. It's been such a fun time. Came by oh, yeah, so quick. Time. So quick, man. By the I, way, I yeah, like the shaved head. I didn't get water this time. I You didn't you get like it? the shaved head. Oh. No, I, I, this should be enough water, right? You sure? You can get more. I, I, I got no time limit, man. I'm just following the flow of the show. If you want to get the water, get the water. All right, I'll get water. I'll get water. Right. You know what? You... You calling me out really makes me feel like I got it. He's so healthy too, man. I, I need a uh, W interview, man. Thank you so much, Tessa. I'm having a blast, honestly. Him talking about Chris. He was talking about you. He was earlier before you rated in, which, by the way, again, thank you so much for the rate, Tessa. He was talking about you. He was talking to me about Chris. He was talking to me about uh, Brit. Uh, just so many creators and friends that he's met online. And uh, it, it was really cool to see how, uh, you know, Okay, now I'm good. Now you're I'm good? Good. You're all good. No snacks, no nothing. Yeah. All right, no, no, fair no play. Snacks. I'll be I back just, then. Just all right. The show is yours. I'll be back in about a minute or so. My snack goes after the stream. I'm I'm gonna smoke the biggest bowl after the stream. Oh uh, <laughs> I, I wish I could say the same, all right? I'll be back. All right. Go ahead. Yours, yours, yours. Hi chat. How you doing? Hi. Hi everybody. Hello. I'm Froggy. Mom said he likes my shaved head, which was honestly incredibly validating because nobody had said anything up until this point. It's been three hours and it's getting kind of weird. I was like, when are they going to mention the fact that I'm bald? It's got to be coming any moment right now. What are you eating after stream? Uh, probably your fucking your dad. That was so mean. I What am I eating after stream? I don't know. I ate a sandwich today. It was pretty sick. It was from Jimmy John's. Love that fucker, Jimmy. And his John. Your head looks great. Oh my god, that's always like the number one concern when you shave your head, right? Is you're like, is you're like, oh my god, is my head shape weird? What is this? Does that my did my roommate fuck up? What is that? Anyways, you're always like, is my head gonna be weirdly shaped? Am I am I gonna be able to survive this? But luckily, my Twitch chat was they were kind to me. They they looked at me with uh, kind eyes, and my cat's here. I'm chopping my shit off. You inspired me to get a haircut. You're going to look so fucking good. I think everybody should shave their head at least once. It's so sick. Your head is the same shape as my bald uncle. Tell him to ring my line. Love me a good bald uncle. Wow, that would actually be a sick Twitch name. I should change my name to bald uncle. Fuck Froggy, dude. Frogger, you were talking about me. Oh, I was talking about you, Tess. I, I was talking about you... Uh, at some point in the beginning of this stream when moms and I were like, how do we know each other? Because I know you from various chats. Bunkle. Why y'all bunkling me in chat? You guys chill? Be respectful on the moms the host show. Don't bunkle in chat. What's the summer I'm going to shave you about the length you have now, I think? I, I'm pretty excited to just, like, kind of watch it all grow in, right? Well, I guess that's something else I should talk about with, like, Moms the Host is, like, how how important I think committing to the bit is as a streamer. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, sh shaving my head and getting tattoos on my ass is, like, a pretty big commit to the bit, if you ask me. And I, I'd say that's, like, um, probably one of the one of my favorite parts of, <laughs> of streaming is... Uh, going over the top with like things like that right i would i'm fucking i'm like i don't even know how many subs from getting a cowboy garfield tattoo and i i don't even know why i'm doing the whole cowboy garfield bit i just think he's neat i just think he's a cool guy 
Too bad we didn't reach the skydiving goal. Oh my god, yeah, that was like literally one of my subathon goals was to go skydiving. Like that's fucking crazy, right? I don't know if I could have gone through with that. <laughs> that's scary. Hey moms. What up? Big fan. What did I miss? What's going on here? Uh, well, we were talking about how one of my sub goals was skydiving. Ooh. Well, I didn't hit it. <laughs> it was it was one of my subathon goals. Um because uh for like our, our recent subathon, um we had a shit ton of goals, but I, I made some like really, really over the top ones, you know, just on the off chance that an oiler comes by and is mm-hmm. like, wow, I really want to watch this twink skydive. Here is all of my life savings, you know? Um, but that didn't happen, so no skydiving. Dude, if you're <laughs> was, over here in Washington State, you know how much skydiving is decently affordable? I just found this out. It seems out. cool. No, it seems cool. Yeah, it seriously does. I, I, uh, it's one of my bucket ahead. list items. I've been yeah, wanting dude, to. I fucking want to go skydiving too. It's only yeah, it's only like a couple hundred dollars. Like I, I'd be down. I'm interested. Okay. okay. Uh, but I was talking about how important I think like uh, committing to the bit has been for me <laughs> as oh, a streamer. Yes. Like I think, I think it's um, one of the most important things for me is that I is that I do always commit into doing these things that might be like a little over the top, right? Because mm. I, I think it's like I don't know to do things like uh, and I said this on stream earlier. Uh, so like get things like shave my head or like get a tattoo on my ass, which are both things that I've done because of Twitch, right? And I've I've tattooed myself on stream. I have a I have a smiley face on my leg. I have two smiley faces on my leg now. Um, you know, I've tattooed myself on on stream. And I just think I think committing to doing things like that is <laughs> has always been like um really fun for me. And I I've I've always wanted to just like commit to doing like bigger and bolder things as goals. Because I don't know, I I, I kind of want to see how far I could take it. <laughs> I, I think that's, I mean, that's, that's, how do I explain this? I think that's a really beautiful thought, though, because it's like, the older you get, I was actually thinking about this recently. I was like, how many times have you had your first anymore at this stage in life, you know? Right. It's like, nothing is that you go to, you, that feeling of going first day of school, the first time eating yep. a certain meal, the fir- those first sensations get gone. Visited. Especially when you go to a a routine life, you know, nine to five kind of whatever, you have to really be intentional with it. So you saying, how far can I take it? I think it's a beautiful thing that the human soul should experience, that you should be wanting to push yourself into trying new things to see where you'll fall and where you'll thrive. Because I think it's kind of like a process of elimination of what you'll like and not like in this lifetime. for sure. So I, I think that's beautiful. I am. I I I see Payne said there. I do love my bits. I'm a. I'm a. But mine is more comedy oriented. I like yours being holistic. I just want to commit. Yeah, I just want to go over the. I've flipped my chair over more times, like with me in it, more times than I can count. Like I just fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Even that's like I committing the bit. Or like if I if I get fucking hyper tilted, like I'm just I'm flipping my chair over. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't give a shit. I I, I think it's good because like that's something that I'm never just gonna like do if i'm not streaming right yeah <laughs> like, I'm, not you, just yeah. Get, I'm not gonna sit there getting so mad at a game that i genuinely <laughs> flip my chair over but yeah. i know that in the moment i'm mad <laughs> and if i'm mad in the moment i can play it up into some sort of bit and make it real funny yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I love that i, I mean, love that, that. that's true. a lot of what being a streamer is i think or mm-hmm. like that's a lot of what like getting better at streaming has been to me I think I've seen you. Like there was a clip of you where like you that. were you fell off your chair and you just stayed falling off and you just kept sitting talking as if nothing happened. And I was like, that's beautiful <laughs> right there. That's something so smart because yeah. someone's going to rage or figure out what the hell's going on. Oh, let me get out of my chair. 
you uh, just no selling it is the whole joke. It's the whole premise. It's, yeah, it's exactly. what the business. And that, about. that I think that goes along the whole the whole thing of like I do a lot of ironic humor, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that's that just plays into that where it's just like you you think he's gonna do this, ah, but he's not because yeah. it'd be funnier if he didn't. Exactly. Know? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Let's get into this topic, all right? This is a topic that that many people tend to raise the volume on whatever device they're listening to. They get their finger ready on the clip uh, side of things because we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about romantic relationships, Froggy, all right? Romantic histories. So I do this segment similar to a resume, all right? First and foremost, Mm -hmm. I have to ask you before we get started with the whole pitch, Mm. are you with someone right now? Yes. Yes, All right. Sir, yes, sir. I'm going to put a yes on the... Oh boy, I'm running out of ink. Yes, on romance. But before we get to that individual, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, all right? I do this segment similar to a resume where I'm going to ask you your three most impactful relationships, if you have those and if those apply. Do you have three relationships that you were in uh, prior to this one that you want to talk about? Or we can go straight to who you're with right now. Well, I, I'd say we go straight to it just because, like, I. I've been in my relationship for for three years, moms. Right, so mm-hmm. like I last time that I that I was in a relationship, I was literally a kid. Perfect. <laughs> like I, Perfect. so I don't even count it. I don't Perfect. even count it. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about it right now. I want to ask you mm-hmm. this: uh, How old were you when you met your current? Uh, is it a partner? Girlfriend. Uh, yeah, girlfriend. 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 And um, uh, yeah, I was seventeen. You were what? Seventeen. Seventeen. How'd you guys meet? Uh, okay. So we, we actually went to the same school in high school, but we weren't, we weren't friends or anything back then. We just ended up like reconnecting through social media. Uh, I believe she followed, like she followed my Instagram account and on my Instagram account, I was always just posting like bullshit. Like I've got, I've got an Instagram account with like 4,000 posts and it's mostly just all arbitrary garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we started talking on there and then we went on our, like our first date, which was, just us hanging out and walking around. Um, we, we visited like a record shop. I remember, and I, I remember our first date so clearly, which I think is always kind of cute. Um, I remember that when we walked into the record store, we saw a kid with Heelys and I pointed out how fucking cool it was that there was a kid with Heelys in this record store. <laughs> yeah. And I remember that she had a camera with her and we took a picture uh, as we were walking behind. It was It was a Publix we were walking behind, which is just like, a southern grocery store more or less mm-hmm. um uh and there was an open can of chef boyardee laying at, outside <laughs> lay, laying uh on the on the fucking ground outside the Publix, and mm-hmm. she took a picture of it and i was like wow she's the one what, what was it about the chef boyardee moment that I, I, I i think I, I don't know but when when i was in that moment of she's taking a picture of a fucking can of chef boyardee like some sort of neuron activated in my brain. I was like, this is it. This is the moment. Yeah. And now it's stuck with me. I can never forget the can of Chef Boy ID. <laughs> I like that. I like that, though. What is it about your girlfriend that you uh, appreciate the most, that you find the most uh, attractive quality to you? Oh, my God. She's such a kind and understanding person. Like, I, I don't even know how she deals with me because, like, I am loud and annoying. And dating a Twitch streamer sounds like hell, honestly. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're you're just dating some some guy who's a who's attention starved all the time. <laughs> um, no, she's she's actually she's such a wonderful person, and I don't know my life would be so much worse without her in it. Um, she's actually so she, she her and I met back in Atlanta, and like I said, I, I moved to Dallas, but she still goes to college there. 
So we are we are doing a little a little long distance moment right now, and it sucks. Mm. But she is visiting me in three weeks, so I'm pretty excited. That's exciting. That's exciting. What do you appreciate about her most? Um, her butt honestly is really good, but her honestly her heart. Face. <laughs> <laughs> So butt first, then heart. What is it about the heart? Give me, give me, give me some details here. Okay. I... Well, uh, my girlfriend's a really, a really sympathetic person, right? Like she, she will genuinely. And I mean, I, when it, when I when I had originally told her like everything about my life, because you know my story is a complex one. Yeah. It. She was just so kind, and understanding, and not looking to like, I don't know, change anything about me for her to look at me any differently for her, right? Mm. And I that that's so important because like. It's it it is always weird trying to explain to somebody like my life and seeing their opinions of me like before and after right because I think after I I tell people how I grew up they they kind of connect a lot of dots in their brain they're like this makes sense because you're like this and I don't think she did that I think she just kind of took me at face value accepted me for who or what I am and made me feel special and that's the you know that's that's really the biggest thing is wow. she made me feel special was this something different than many of your past relationships well when i was in when i was in relationships before that like i mentioned i, I was just in high school right so mm -hmm. i wasn't really in relationships as much as i was just like having casual sex with my friends right like that was that was basically all i was doing in high school mm -hmm. um and I, I wasn't really into the idea of a serious relationship or the idea of commitment. This almost feels like therapy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like sitting here like, like I had, a, I had an intense fear of commitment. It probably stemmed from my mommy issues. <laughs> mommy, why did you leave me? You know, like, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I think it, it did. Uh, it does actually stem from that. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just appreciated the way she cared. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was different. The it's it's interesting because you you mentioned the commitment issues and then you uh, it takes me back to that first story you said where you saw her take a, a photo of this open can of Chef Boyardee and you knew she was the one you knew this is the one that you wanted to commit to so what changed? Um, I mean, like I said, I, I think I think I just felt like she treated me like I wasn't. She treated me like I wasn't weird. I don't know, like yeah. when I when I first met her, literally. The day I met her, I shaved my head. Same as I as I am now, I shaved did, my head, and she still hung out with me, how and she, still wanted to keep hanging out with me. How does she process that shit? Honestly, dead ass. What, what Dude, did, oh my god, her 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 mom straight up like like asked if I was like a skinhead, like asked if I was like a racist, like I. <laughs> and like that's that's valid, right? Because like you yeah. you see your daughter walking off with some fucking strange shaved head white boy, and you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> like. Dude, oh my god. That's so wild. That's so wild. I love that though. So uh, let me ask this. Between, you know, you've been mm -hmm. together for three years, which, you yep. know, you've seen all the seasons together three mm -hmm. times now, all right? So I have to ask, I want you to look at your relationship from a macro point of view. I want you to look at big picture wise, all right? What all right. do you see yourself bringing into the relationship and what do you see her bringing into the relationship? Oh, that's such a big question. What I'm so fucking bad at like speaking for myself, dude. I I don't know. What do I bring to anything? <laughs> I think it's important like, to, to know this dude, about I yourself. Dude, I know, no, like it's a great, no, I'm serious. It's such a good question. I just don't even have a good answer, right? Like I, I have 
no idea what I bring to a relationship. Like, if you asked me today, why do people like me? I would say it's because I yell a lot. <laughs> Honestly, in, in, in fullness, it's because no, I mean, I yell a lot and I'm like and I'm like genuine. Like, I'm just I'm 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 down. I'm I'm myself. Right. I don't mm-hmm. That's it, though. Right. <laughs> so then but let's like, take it say, from- just saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. But just like saying you are yourself like I'm just I'm the mix of a million things. So it's so hard to like pinpoint. Yeah. Okay. So, well, you bring in that genuineness. You bring in that. I think, you know, you could also say silly. You could say nonchalant. You could say casual. This, yeah, this I'm energy a fucking, about I'm you. a huge idiot, and it's the best. All right. And then how about I your girlfriend? Um. Uh, okay, well, I, okay, so if I'm the himbo boyfriend, okay, okay, she's the cool, smart, calm, collected goth girl, right? And that's mm. so hot. That's so cool. Um. Yeah, no, she's just, she's she's smart. She's calm. She's sweet. She's kind. She feels passionate about the same things that I feel passionate about. Um, and then she, outside of that, like she has her own interests. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't, you know, like we, we both still have our own, you know, parts of our life that we prioritize and hold to a high value. And that's, that's so important in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I think a lot of times in relationships, like people can get caught up in each other's webs, you know, and like uh, make, make, make a lot, a lot of that part of their life, their own part of that life, their yeah. life too. Right. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen like streaming couples and stuff, right? Like the people who like mm-hmm. um, do like the dual streams together and stuff mm-hmm. uh, like that, that intimidates me. Not, not because I don't think it would be fun to stream with my girlfriend, but because I think that, that it is all of, all of their time together is, is spent or all of their time is spent together. Right. And that, that, that's a little scary, yeah. but that could just go back to like the whole, like fear of commitment, fear mm-hmm. of, you know, <laughs> I know. I think there's something, some truth to be told or held there, where you're talking about separate identities. Like you have mm-hmm. common interests, yeah. there's support, but you still have your own mm-hmm. lives. You still have your own exactly. friend groups. I you think, have everything. I think that's so important, right? That's yeah. just so important. It's balance. It's yeah. balance in relationship. That's so cool. I like that. But yeah, because I love her and I love being able to talk about like parts of her life that are going on mm-hmm. that aren't just parts of my life. You know, it's fucking, it's great. You gotta yeah, tell me though, Froggy. I need to know. Yeah. It's what big. Did... My dick's big. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> Next question. Uh, the... <laughs> no, I want to know. When you told her you were a Twitch streamer, what was the reaction? Oh, dude, that's always the worst conversation to have with people. You know, dude, like, uh-huh. that's always the worst one, man. Uh-huh. Is, is I, I, uh... No, because originally, originally when she met me, I was making money on esports. So I told her I was an esports player. Okay? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I didn't want to specify paladins for fucking a million reasons. But, you know, eventually she finds <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, when you tell somebody you're into esports, you're like, oh, my God, is he into League of Legends? Is yeah. he into Apex? This guy, what? Jeez, I'm fucking, I'm flustered right now. And then I'm like, I really like Paladins. It's <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> dude, fuck you. <laughs> I needed I to mean, swallow yeah, the water no, first. <laughs> so so she so she knew she knew that I was that I was like, uh, you know, a Paladins player. She knew that I dropped out of high school. She didn't care about any of that, which is so fucking cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like a like, lot of the world is just. I know you know you'll find plenty of TikToks that are like the world doesn't care what you're doing, but you, you, there's still a sense of yeah. judgment. There's still a sense of like, For sure. why why do I feel like just because we're taking different paths, you are looking lesser upon me? I don't understand that. But um, I, I feel you on that. So finding someone that just loves you for who you are and takes you again, like you said, at face value, don't lose that person, man. Don't let go. That's gold, yeah, man. I agree. That's gold here. One last question here, all right? One last question, and you're home right. free. We'll move on to the community questions here. But I want to know this. I like You've heard me say it before, 
during the family segment, I'll say it again. Oh, yeah. We're here creating moments and memories. We're here capturing those same moments and memories. So I want to ask you this, you know, Father Time's undefeated. We don't know where life goes or where it takes mm-hmm. us. What is something? I want to, I want to crystallize a message here for your current uh, girlfriend. What is something uh, she should always remember about you, uh, no matter where life goes? Got it. So you have such great questions, and it's so fucked up that I always want to, like, I, I immediately want to go with the troll answer every time. Like, I immediately just want to say, like, my big balls. Like, that's so dumb, though. That's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, God. See, like, I, I again, I have this problem, like, talking about myself. I don't know why. Like, hmm. I, or I have this problem, like, describing myself or, like, a reason why. She should, because like I'm trying to think about it, I'm just kind of blanking, and that that sounds lame, but like I genuinely just have no thoughts. Um, hmm. I just think I just think it's important that um, fuck no, I got nothing. Fuck it, I got nothing, dude. I'm not even gonna try. You're not even gonna try on this one. I, dude, I'm like scouring my brain right now, and like I I don't know why I'm so bad when it comes to like topics about um, I don't know. I, discussing about things in my own head like that i just get so stuck and caught up mm-hmm. and then i'm like uh, i'm out of words what are you what are you caught up on try i guess like trying to think about like a reason that like somebody would want to you know like stay with me and that's the, uh, not in like a, in like a less depressing way like i yeah i that's just like poorly worded right mm-hmm. i i how do i word things so that people don't get sad because I feel like I'm always, <laughs> I'm always no, 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 worried no, 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 no. sad. I'm going to put a timeout on that one. Because I think that's that's what you just said right there. I think that's probably the most honest I've heard in quite a while. In terms of like an interview answer. Where it's like, hell, that could be your your answer overall. Like, I want to I wanna remind you, like, why do you love me? Like, that, that's such a beautiful thing to say. <laughs> because uh, based off of what you've told us for the past couple of hours, man... Your story is 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 uniquely you, and you've gone through a lot of shit in life, and and you know it, it's not surprising why questions of identity or or self reflective questions are tough. Mm-hmm. It's not surprising at all, but to find someone that you have now that just loves you unconditionally and that wants to work with you, that wants to figure out how do we do life together, I think that's beautiful because there are really billions is. of people in this world, and to to find that one that's like hey i'm gonna take a photo of a fucking open soup can and 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 fucking sick find the magic there is is stunning there so while you may be caught uh with your words and and are trying to figure out how do you express yourself i don't know it's it's pretty loud and clear what i'm seeing here and especially the love you have for your girlfriend man that's really cool that's really awesome. Yeah, man. You 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 literally you're so fucking good at this, man. That's nuts. I would have never been able to like twist that around into something usable, man, but you really fucking did it. You really nailed it. <laughs> that was that was crazy, dude. You fucking that's yeah, I don't even you're a, you're a wizard, man. Like, I don't even, <laughs> you know what it is? I gotta get all my those years of game up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's all the it's all the stuff of uh hey we need you to do a forty five minute business presentation I'm like you got it and so I'm just trying to pull out what I can <laughs> but like it's 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 when I just look at you like I have I have to not just listen but I have to hear I have to hear you and listen to you at the same time and there's so much you're throwing out there and there's so much wisdom through your story and your experiences 
And while I, I, you know, I get it that the the, go, uh, the, the guest can get caught up in whether whether it be anxiety, uh, emotions, mm-hmm. or even just a lack yeah. of an answer, you're giving me enough of an answer that I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. That's it. It makes sense. Yeah, it you're makes like, perfect you're like, sense. Wow, it, it, it clicks in my head, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, I'm glad you got something out of that. I'm I don't just, know how. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just translating it. All right, at least how I'm perceiving mm-hmm. it. No, no, seriously, that was that was really well said. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. That being said, let's move on to the third part of the show. All right. Third part of the mm-hmm. show, which again, I, I, I want to underline, I'm very thankful for you sharing uh, all that you have. You oh, told me you were an open Thank you for book. giving me a platform to do it. I, I genuinely, I've never felt like I could, I could share that stuff on the internet before you, you made it really easily formatable and digestible. So, oh hey, big shout outs to you, dude. Seriously. This is what we're all about. This is, uh, honestly, this is, I, I've never felt more, I've started using the term life's work. Like, this is my life's work. I, I feel Aww. this. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Because you, you know. Because it's, it, it's what impacts you the most, you know. It's, it's what really is what really hits you. And that's so important. Yeah. And thank you for having me on. See, you've answered my own, own fucking question did, right I there. You're I right. You know I how to describe other people I better. You. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm glad that you can see it, though. I'm glad that you understand it fully. Not a lot of guests get it. They think it's just talk show. And I'm like, nah, man. But hey, I'll still have you on. Like, I'll have you on, but you don't get it. It's fine. But, yeah, but it's going to be a little bit harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, true. Anyway, all right. Let me pull up these questions. I'm going to warn you ahead of time. All right. I'm going to warn you ahead of time. I have not read these questions prior, so I am going with this uh, the same energy as you have. Uh, There's only one rule to this uh, segment here. The one rule is that you do not have to answer the question if you don't want to. All right? All right, Captain. I'm going to read them out, and and you just give it to me here. This one says, who's okay, loaded question, but I'll see what you can do with it. Who's your favorite viewer? It's favorite viewer. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I knew it was going to be favorite viewer. Um... Yeah, I'll answer it. Yeah, no, I, t- I told them I would. I Dude, they, they fucking, my, my chat's been begging me for this answer for fucking, because I, I explained to my chat, I was like, mm. guys, streamers have favorites. I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys. Streamers have favorite viewers. Mm-hmm. They have viewers that, that, that light their day other, more than others. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now that was mostly uh that was that was a little bit of a joke because obviously you know i fucking i i value and love all my viewers to some degree parasocially uh but um no there's definitely multiple viewers where it's like when they when they come to my chat it is like especially special to me right yeah and i'd say in that space um probably soup guy online is a big one and then wiztard sleeve because he always <laughs> smokes with me when i when I smoke on stream and also because everyone calls him wizard Steve when he follows. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> people, people, people misread read his name all the time. Cause his name is like wizard sleeve, which is like, you know, it's, it's an easy to misread name. Yeah. Wizard Steve is just, ah, I remember the first time I heard that. I just cried laughing. That's so funny. I like that. I love how one of your favorites also is the one that will smoke with you, which is true. You need, you can't, yeah. it's nice to have a homie. There. I, I, I have a streaming smoking buddy all the time. It's fucking amazing. Oh, that's sick. I like that. I like that. A and lot. I, yeah, yeah, but that yeah, not to not to derail. Uh, but yeah, I I don't want to I I don't want any of my any of my viewers to get offended because I actually I do love all you guys. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just memeing about. Yeah, you they, guys are all very special to me. There are at least three people asking the same question, and then they also said it's also a bit. So to be fair, yep. they understand okay. it as good, a bit. Good, good. They do understand it. Right? They do understand it. They're I, adapting. They're learning. I am always like like secretly worried that people don't know I'm joking when I am. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's honestly do, true, do, especially I, here yeah, online. Yeah, with, with yeah, when you're fucking when you're an irony humor person too, it's like all the time. Because I'm I'm I will <laughs> I will literally just spew the worst thing, mm-hmm. and but like as a joke, not the worst <laughs> thing, but something that's not great. Yeah, a, 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 and something I obviously <laughs> don't believe in. Yeah, quickly be misinterpreted, but it is what it is. There exactly. Like maybe I'll be watching something about COVID, and I'll be like, honestly, man. Fuck the vaccine. (laughs) And like, I'm I'm joking. (laughs) Like, I'm joking. Like, get vaccinated. But, but that's the kind of, you know, (laughs) that's the kind of thing that would randomly upset somebody who clicks on your screen for three seconds. 100%. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm not even gonna be able to. Oh my gosh. Now, like, imagine if one person comes into this show five seconds in. Yeah. Fuck the, yeah. Fuck the vaccine. This is it. You're like, all right, man. They're like, oh, okay. So now we're listening to a talk show that's just yeah. anti vax. Great. Yeah, it's fine. They'll, you, you can find this on Spotify. It's fine. All right. Me and Joe Rogan both. Anyways, so we have a. <laughs> <laughs> too easy. The hey. Two anti vax podcasters. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. Anywho, this one just reads, I love you, Froggy, which is very kind, man. It's nice to get these messages in here. They should. I'm fucking, I'm awesome, seriously. (laughs) Uh, This next, all right. Similar to the favorite viewer, this one I know is asked every time I do this show. All right, so I know it's one of my my mains that puts this here. They're asking, who's your favorite mod? Who's your favorite mod? Uh, DJ White Booty. How did you, why so quickly? She's been... A Twitch viewer since I was a two viewer Andy. She has made most of my emotes and she has stuck with my like me and my fucking stream for years. That's it. She has been my mod for like almost four years. Like she's fucking insane. Four years. Damn. So day one kind of person. Damn. She she is an actual day one. I I watched her stream before I started streaming myself. Mm, that's such a cool so thing. She she is she is a huge day one. Huge day one. I love that. Uh someone's asking, what did you steal from Spencer's? Oh, uh, I mean, again, most of the times when I stole from stores, it, like in the mall and shit, it would be like I was just slipping a, a bracelet or something on my wrist. I was slipping like a button in my pocket mm-hmm. or I would literally sometimes I would literally just put on a T-shirt if they didn't have the little fucking like uh, things that go off when you when you walk out of the door. I would sometimes just throw a T-shirt on and walk out because nobody stopped me. I was out of control. Did you <laughs> did you leave with confidence or were you kind of like sketch? confidence? Oh yeah, always, always Damn. confidence. I, I swear I, you can do anything. If you, with if it. you, yeah, no, seriously. That and I learned that at a very young age is that you can do anything with confidence. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right, you just you, you didn't take any of the fleshy dildos from the back, right? You didn't take any of the. <laughs> no, but I did. I did actually. I remember stealing a vape when I was like twelve or thirteen from. They had was that it was either at Spencer's or Hot Top. I'm pretty sure it was Spencer's. They had vapes, they had yeah. little fucking disposable e-cigarettes at the front of the cashier. And when they turned around, I just swiped it. Jesus, I was a fucking menace, moms. Yeah. I'm not sure. I was such a fucker, and like I obviously I can talk about it now because it's just like a product of like how I was raised and whatever. And I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not out there going to malls and fucking hunting down the Spencer's gifts, Peter Griffin mug. Like, I, <laughs> but like, not the Barack I, Obama. I'm a, I'm a changed right. man. You're I'm changed. a changed man. Um, someone here reads, okay, please, in all caps, ask Froggy where the Boston accent came from. Dude, okay, and I, I fucking, I've talked about this before, too, is I think my voice, I don't have a specific accent. I think my voice is literally just a product of all of the content I've consumed on the internet. Mm. Like, because I, I don't know, like, it's not, all of my family, this is going to sound insane to you. No, not all of my family. My grandma's from New York, so she has a New York accent, right? Okay. Um, 
And the rest of my siblings, they all have a Southern accent. Every single one of them without fail. They all, they all have lived in like Southern Georgia for extended periods of their life, all except me. Yeah. So they all have Southern accents. And then I just sound like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't but hear I don't the Boston. Like I, I don't hear it as Boston. I don't, I don't hear, I don't hear a Boston accent either, but I definitely have like uh, an accent. It's just not very <laughs> distinguishable or like describable. Yeah. It's just like a voice. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It it's doesn't twang. It just sounds normal. I don't know. It's that's just yeah. Okay, American. Per- I mean, perfect. Yeah. I, yeah, American. That's that's what I always fucking. That's what I always ended up saying too. Is that I just sound American. Oh, see, there it was. The way he said too. That's pretty East Coast. Two. Like it was just two. Yeah. Two. two. Something about two. that. Now, now I'm just gonna be thinking about that all day. All right. Good luck. <laughs> hey, <Two. yeah. laughs> just ruin your night. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just a quick anxiety attack. There it is. There's nothing thrown your way. Let me ask this. Someone's asking uh, here, what is more important to you? Relationships with those in your community or relationships with your fellow creators? Wow. Um, relationship with those in my community. Ah, hmm. yeah, honestly. Uh, and I mean, that's that's a really hard question. But I mean, I have to think about it. And there's not many creators that I have a very, you know, that I have a strong relationship with. Whereas, mm. I mean, my viewers are people who've shown up for months, even years sometimes. So I feel like I, I do know them and I do see them and I do talk to them every day. So yeah. it's hard for me. And I know we, we use the term parasocial a lot as content creators, mm. but also it, it is easy to um, kind of <laughs> fall, fall into that cycle of like uh, your viewer is kind of your friend because you talk to them every day for hours sort of deal. Right. Yeah. So it's like I know a lot of things about about my viewers. Like I know a lot of like little random like intricacies about their lives just because we talk so much. Mm. So I don't know. I would have to say that because I, I don't I don't have too many close content creator friends yet. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I would like to say that I have a <laughs> generally good sense of priority for both of them, though. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, this one says, what inspires you to better yourself? Um, Unhappiness. Just not being content, yeah. I guess, because uh, when I when I'm you know like as much as much of my life that I've just spent like sitting there sulking in bed and as much of that that I still do now, like realistically like, none of it is going to change unless I try and make it change myself. And it's such a fucking cliche to say that, mm. but um, no, change really does start with you. It really does. Love that. This one just reads: well, Give us your most embarrassing story. You have an embarrassing story, Froggy. Uh, no, but I can give you a story. It's kind of embarrassing, I guess. It's a little embarrassing. Shoot, let's hear it. Um, okay. Well, when I was, I want to say I was, I was 10 years old, maybe 10 years old. Uh, so I was, I was still this asshole kid. My, my brother and I, my little brother and I, he had to be nine years old, maybe went trick or treating. Um, now, like I mentioned, Huge assholes, huge assholes. But uh, I was wearing uh, like a little Finn from Adventure Time. I was, that's what I was. I was fucking Finn from Adventure Time. Mm. I had the Adventure Time backpack, and all I had to throw on was like a fucking blue T-shirt or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then I and then I left the house at night. But I remember um, that uh, you know there was there was a couple of kids, probably uh, maybe around the same age, maybe a little bit younger than my my brother and I, and. Um, they they called me the F slur as I walked by them. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it was the fucking early two thousands, and mm-hmm. every kid in every elementary school was spewing that shit out. But mm-hmm. uh, 
it made me so mad. I do because my my brother, my brother and I, uh, you know, initially we let it go, but then we 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 fucking talked about it more, and we started scouring the neighborhood looking for these kids to pick a fight. Mm-hmm. And when it eventually happened, uh, you know, us picking a fight or whatever, uh, it was more or less like we pushed one of them down, uh, took their candy, and like ran away, like screaming and laughing or whatever, right? And I remember that being a fond memory, but I got in so much trouble with one of the parents later, like, yeah. like, like a straight up, like they were screaming top of their lungs at, at me, like a, like a crying, like 10 year old. Yeah. Cause I, cause I pushed down little Tommy and took his Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, like fucking, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, they gotta no, see I both sides no, of the story. I get it. I get it. Like, I get it. But I, I, I sitting here like a fucking 20 year old man and I'm, I'm thinking, in no capacity could I ever like fully scream at a child. Like you have to be like some extra level of mad to mm-hmm. to just unleash your rage on a ten year old, right? Like they're working through some shit, man. They're using some they're personal shit from dude. work and taking out on a ten year old. You fucking kidding me? Just that's the yeah. It's ridiculous, but that's truth. That's truth. Uh, mm-hmm. when was the time you were most proud of yourself, Froggy? Um. Yeah, it was probably actually either when I quit to do variety content or, I mean, it definitely has to do with Twitch, like times that I've been most proud of myself. Like, it was either that or when we did the most recent global charity event or tournament thing that we did where we raised $12,000 total mm-hmm. for uh, Cure Rare Disease. And we were on the Twitch front page for two days. That was That was probably the time that I felt most accomplished because I was like, we had far surpassed um like any of the paladins viewership for esports by far we like surpassed like smite esports viewership um and i i was fucking like sitting there like dumbfounded like oh my god like this has been like the most one of the one of the craziest experiences of my life because i'm just sitting there for fucking like 10 hours casting like people are donating hundreds of dollars at a time like cure rare disease was matching every donation up to ten thousand dollars like it mm. was it was a crazy day but i at the end of it um i remember feeling so proud because i was absolutely exhausted and after the stream i i laid down in my bed and i i felt so fucking good i felt so proud of myself i was like wow i did i did a good thing today because you know it's not often that i that i feel like i do good things for other people um but you know having a huge fucking having a huge charity event like that go off really well uh made me feel like i actually put in the effort did something special and helped people out and i yeah that that was probably that was probably most uh most rewarding moment i love that are you five more right five more here's one joke one this one goes who's your favorite roommate <laughs> Ooh, probably my cat Ooh, probably, probably my cat all right next probably one cat probably cat all right Real one here. Someone's asking, what are you looking forward to most in 2022? I want to really do some cool collabs this year, dude. I really want to uh, work on... I really want to work on content. <laughs> I mean, all, all that I'm... Most of what I'm excited about this year is, is just getting into this fucking, like, space I've never been into, right? Like, because, like I said, I've, I've existed in this small corner of the internet forever, and now I finally can... Uh, kind of spread my wings and go wherever and do whatever. And that gives basically like unlimited potential. Uh, and while I'm not, you know, I'm not exactly fucking thinking it's going to, it's going to go perfect and well and everything, but 
that's always it's always so fun and exciting to uh branch out i love it yeah sky's the limit there this next one reads out frog what's what's the closest you've been to giving up and just dropping everything um well i mean it's easy to feel that way when like uh i don't know some sometimes without choice you kind of feel the weight of the world on your shoulders or maybe that's just what depression is and i'm like fucking <laughs> but, you know, but sometimes when when i'm just you know having those days where i can't leave my bed and i'm and i'm sitting there for fucking 12 hours thinking to myself like this is so stupid like why are you even in bed like go mm-hmm. do anything else like it, it one comes out of a sense of like of responsibility that i feel and i've like placed upon myself right where like i have put myself out there as a streamer and i want to continue to keep doing that for the future and if i stop doing that suddenly it's not something that i can just pick back up like fucking a month after just dropping it all and taking a break you know mm-hmm. it's you you lose a lot when you take long breaks like that as a streamer right so i've never i've never i've i've given up streaming before for sure i i've i've definitely had moments where i haven't streamed for months straight um but i've been I haven't taken longer than a week break in the last like two and a half years. Yeah. <clears throat> this next question reads, uh, what is one thing that people always misunderstand about you? Uh, misunderstand about me. I, I guess, I guess it's really, it's really hard to get the point across sometimes that I'm not dumb. Cause you know, when you tell people that you, that you've dropped out of high school, uh, I, <laughs> and have a GED, I think their initial, their initial response is always like, oh, I'm kind of, I'm talking to somebody who's like literally a dumb person. Mm. Uh, and I, I used to lie about that all the time on stream about like, uh, I used to just never talk about like high school or school or anything because I didn't want people to know that I dropped out. I was so embarrassed of it. But um, yeah, that was the thing is just, I, I was I was scared people would just view me as less because of my experiences in life. But, you know, I my experiences in life have made me and I'm, I'm happy with who I am. Oh, it's awesome. I love that. I love that. This one's more of a statement. It just says, you heavily inspired me to make content. You make it seem attainable. Happy face there. You make that, it look like, approachable. That's, man. That's And like, that's fucking, that, that's so cool too, right? Is Because it, it's hard for me to really sit here and think about the fact that me talking like this can like ever inspire anybody. Because I'm just, I'm just saying fucking words. I'm just spouting off into the void. Uh <laughs> And and when I do have moments like that, it's fucking sick. And I know every content creator loves getting told that like that they were the reason that somebody else started content, but because it, it's it's so special, it's yeah. so special to be somebody's reason to do anything. Mm. Genuinely, yeah. and I and it just stems from that. Well, it's, it's so personal too. It's for you. It really it's not is. for anyone else. Like you did this. I think yeah. that's really cool. Um, this last one reads all right. He says, "Tell us a story how you got your fur baby." And then in parentheses it says the cat since I don't know mm, her name is what Trixie that means mom yeah yeah okay uh, her 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 name is Trixie and um, I adopted her actually two days after I moved out so when I I had never had a pet growing up I've never had one and I always wanted a pet um, so literally two days into me into me moving out uh, my girlfriend was staying here I didn't even have a desk yet I was literally just using I have a folding table mm-hmm. right here. I was just using this for a desk. Uh, I was barely moved in. Like my bed wasn't even built yet. And then I, and I went and adopted Trixie uh, because I just, I wanted a pet so bad. I, I'd always wanted a cat and she's been fucking lovely. 
Hmm. She is just the coolest. I want to go give her a treat right now. Oh, Trixie. So quick too. I saw I saw Trixie jump on your bed early in the show. I was like, damn. Oh yeah, she's she's, she's she's here right now. She's fucking she's seven months old, so she's she's pretty little. Uh she's pretty young, pretty energetic. Here you go, Trixie. You want a treat? You want to show the good people on stream? Aw. Oh. Aren't you just the sweetest little cat? Absolutely adorable. No fight back, no resistance. No, oh, she's just the Loved sweetest. She's that was so cute. I like that. I like that. Well, man, that's awesome too. I like you adopted something. Your companion, all right. Someone keeps you best company friend. there too. That's Sitting it. Sitting on my lap now. That's my best friend. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there. <laughs> this is gonna be the section of the show that if they're listening on Spotify, they're gonna be so fucking confused. <laughs> like, what's he on? This is adorable. Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, Spotify listeners can't see my cat. Fuck you, L. <laughs> Gonna have to find it on YouTube. But oh my goodness. Froggy, that's the show. I appreciate Moms. you so much. I appreciate you sharing your story. Now, before we go, there's a couple things. We've got a secret segment at the end. But I do have one thing I want to ask you. All right, Froggy. There's two things, yeah, actually, I need from you. Much like in anything in life, nothing's free. So I need two things from you. All right? Yes, sir. Are you ready to go? First one is uh, you have the stream up, correct? Oh, yeah. Can you look on the viewer list in the back end and choose a name that isn't myself, a mod, or a VIP? Ooh, ooh, yes, I can do that. Yes, I can do that. Who you got? This. Uh, I'm going to pick... Ooh, wait. Oh, okay, sorry. You can also this, pick this yourself. Is, I like the power. I like the power. Uh, no, I'm going to pick Tess. I'm going to... Wait, is Tess a VIP? Uh, no, I'm going to pick Tess. No. All right. Why? Why'd you pick Tess? Uh, I... I I, I think she's weirdly part of the reason that I'm here right now. I can't, I can't, I can't tell. I can't, there's no, it's just, it's just in my brain. Like mm -hmm. I, I know Tess, I've seen Tess in like fucking 50 million Twitch chats at this point. And like, if I didn't, like maybe I wouldn't have had the confidence to like stay in those chats and like fucking hang out. I, a lot of times I'll stay in chats because of a familiar face there, you know? Mm. Oh, that's very kind. This is actually I might, the first I, time. Might, I might offhandedly owe a lot to her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> never know. You never this that's actually fascinating. You never know who's talking about you. You really never know. So, all right, there it is. Tessa, you got VIP. I'll be changing that by the next interview. But however, Froggy, all right, I only mm -hmm. have five VIPs, and you're gonna choose which one of them is losing it right here, right now. All right. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, I don't believe in too many VIPs, man. Too many badges here. I put them into I the agree. chat. All right. We have Veiling oh. Globe, Fairy Froggy. Take Fairy Froggy out. Take Fairy Froggy out. Whoa. <laughs> Take Fairy Froggy out. How did you come to that conclusion? Oh, come on. There's only one. There's only room for one Froggy here. All right. Fairy Froggy. You didn't even let me do the whole pitch, but okay. Fairy Froggy, you're <laughs> out of here. It's as easy as that. I'm sorry to see it. That is a that is an OG. You took out one of the two OGs there. OG? This is what the fuck? Oh, oh shit! I would now say I right now uh, today, Veiling Globe and Fairy Froggy have been the longest reign in VIPs of this channel. Oh well, I I'm glad I didn't take out Veiling Globe. Oh, that would have been tough. <laughs> I that, I usually tell the people who's watching live, and then they to wow. give them more. But so Fairy was wasn't evil. here today. Hey, so that was like hole. just straight up evil. Yeah, well, so what could, I did was diabolical. They can earn it back in the next show. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. got it. they got it next time. But I appreciate that. All right. The second thing I need from you. All right, Froggy. Mm. Second thing I need from you, and then we'll lean into the secret last segment is this. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for people to interview uh, and people's communities to check out and to watch. And I trust my guests. All right. This is a handpicked process. 
I watch them. I interview them for hours. We do this whole thing. So I want to ask yeah. you this. Who is someone you would like to watch? Go through the ring with me and talk about their lives both online and off here on the show. Uh, Chris Udala, like 100%. Chris Udala. When, like, nobody, nobody else instantly came to mind but him. I, I think that he would be fucking perfect on this show. Mm. Uh, he's such an interesting guy. So talented, so funny, so personable. Um, I think you would get along with him phenomenally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I, honestly, it's just being like a fucking viewer of his. Like, I'm, I'm more interested in his life, honestly. I love it, man. So you wanna, there, there you go. There's, you want to send a message to Chris? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send a message to Chris. No, 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 no. I'm you. not saying DM. Let's do one better. I do this every now and oh, then. Shit. I make a segment here. I'll send okay. an evite here. We'll make a clip. All right. I'm going to, okay, I'll do right. a whole little pitch that I do and I'm going to switch over the question to you. All right. And yeah. I'm going to say, you know, uh, what is one thing that you could possibly say to convince Chris to, to join the show? And then you have whatever oh, seconds to say. How about that? Can you conjure okay. up something? Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could try. I could try. All right. It's improv class. It's theater class here. Are you ready, Froggy? Yeah. Sh- sir. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Here we go. Well, I- huh? <clears throat> Yeah, go ahead. Are you ready? All right, I'm going to do the little pitch. Here we go. Yo, 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 yo. Hello, hello. My name is Mom's the host, and welcome to Beyond the Content. Today's very special guest is the one, the only Froggy, and we've reached the segment of the show where I ask the guests who they would like to watch uh, share their life story, both online and off, here on this show. And Chris Udala, your name came up. So this is an open invite. I'd love to have you on the show. But Froggy, what is something you could say to Chris that could possibly, possibly get him here onto this show? Uh... Listen, dude, mom's the host, man. He he kind of knows me more than I know me at this point. I was not convinced before I got here, but this man's a fucking wizard, dude. He's he's a guru. I don't understand. He's got he's got his brains working on another fucking level, dude. So if you know, if you if you hop on the show, he might he might be able to just tell you a little secret about yourself. And I think that that's always worth a little something. Oh, that's too sweet, man. All right. Clipped and shipped. Someone, if you guys could clip that, it'll be great. I'll send that to him after the show. I'll post it on Twitter, man. I'll tag him there. But I appreciate it, Froggy, yeah, dude. I appreciate it all, man. You coming here on this show and, and showing us about your soul, man. Showing us about your life, both online and off. Um, it's, it's a pleasure. But before I get to, to all the sappy stuff, I'll tell you in just a mm. bit. All right? We have one last secret segment of the show. All right? Exciting. Beyond the Content was inspired by a 90s television show called Inside the Actor's Studio, where I would have, or this uh, host and professor, James Lipton, would bring mm-hmm. on actors, actresses, and entertainers into his classroom and auditorium. All right. And he would talk about their lives in long form interview. He'd talk about their upbringing, their parents, the education, the work that they did, eventually culminating into the media and to the big screen. All right. And he did this for 23 years. And as an homage to him, I do the exact same thing. Now, he ended each and every one of his shows the exact same way by asking every guest the same 10 questions. And in honor of him, man, I do the exact same 10 questions every show. We've done this all 129 shows now. All right. Yeah, that's sick. I actually I I haven't gotten to this segment of of, so I don't even know the questions because beautiful. uh, I'm in I'm like towards the end of the episode dude when i listen to podcasts the night to sleep i just i, I put them on for 30 minutes and then mm-hmm. i just rewind them in the morning and go back so, oh, so like beautiful, I, beautiful. it takes me like four or five days to listen to one episode of a podcast <laughs> too many people get prepared for this i'm like ah fine because they watch the show and i'm like ah whatever but this is gonna be a dude, real yeah, no, one I'm here all right i'm excited about these questions yeah there's only three rules to this segment 
The first one is that you have to answer every question. That's not negotiable. All right. They're easy. Easy. They're easy. Second one is that I'm going to I'm going to be completely silent during this portion. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to read you the question. I'll give you a moment to answer. I'll give a moment of silence and then we'll move on to the next question. All right. Cool. And the last rule is to try to keep your answers within one sentence. So not one word, not one paragraph, one thought, one sentence will do. Easy. Sure. Okay, right? gotcha. After okay. that, I'm going to tell you what I learned on my side of this interview. Uh, you'll have the final word, and then we'll go our separate ways, all right? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. You ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Question one. What is your favorite word? Boing. Because it goes boing. It's funny. Good sound. What is your least favorite word? Uh... Why do I, why do I, why am I, 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 this feels like one of those things where, okay, come. (laughs) This feels like one of those, (laughs) it feels like one of those things where like you have to think of an answer as fast as possible. And I just, I can only come up with a few words in, in such a short, there's a lot of pressure right now. I think it's because you're not talking. I'm scared. What turns you on? My girlfriend. What turns you off? Anything that's not my girlfriend. What sound or noise do you love? Boing. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, you know when fucking people take their fork against a, against a glass plate? Fuck those people. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. No, cunt. Cunt. It's got so much bite to it. Oh my god, everybody say cunt out loud right now. Cunt. Ah, what a good one. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Oh, what the... Um... Walmart manager. What profession would you not like to do? Walmart manager? (laughs) And lastly, Seb. Moms. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I want him to really explain mental illness. What's going on there? I want to really explain why why we got this whole thing going on, bro. Because, like, that's fine. I could have just been chilling. We all could have just been chilling. And then suddenly he's like, your brain's broken. Your brain's broken. Fuck you. I hate you. You're dumb. You're not getting fed today. And I'm like, I don't. What's the point? <laughs> so I would, I'd probably say something like that. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen. Froggy. Froggy. You did it. <laughs> 
I can't believe I, I can't believe it's here. I mean, that was like four hours. That was crazy. Yeah, time flies too, man. It did not feel like. Yeah, usually, it really did. It really did. It, it could feel, you know, sometimes it, 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 you could feel the time, but man, when you when you got a story, when you got a good storyteller too, it goes by so quickly. But oh my god, yeah, you made this so much easier. I appreciate, it, man. You got so many, so many kind words, so many compliments during the show. But here's the thing, Seb. All right, give me the moment. I'm gonna let me share what I learned about you. All right. I think the most obvious thing to say would be the fact that you're still here with us today doing what you love uh, amidst all the adversity that you've gone through in life, all right? And again, not one moment did I ever think that this was a pity party. Not one moment did I ever think, oh, oh, so, you know, poor you. Uh, I looked at it as, damn, this person's strong. This person's powerful because you don't go through that kind of shit at a young age without some sort of wisdom, without some sort of backbone, without some sort of tough skin. Because, I mean, you're very, the very foundation of your life, your family, your parents, your whatever, just wasn't there. And when your foundation isn't there, it's hard to build upon anything else. And so seeing you so capable and so, so I mean, it's interesting you were mentioning that one of your, you know, your, your most misunderstood facts about you is the fact that you, you know, people don't value your education. I thought you were a smart guy off the rip. I would have never known that wow. unless you talked about it. I, the yeah, way I you mean, were able I, to talk. I do pride myself on that. Thank you. No, it, it, you're, you're value, uh, it. Content creation, being here on Twitch is not I mean, hot take. It's not for everyone. And it is tough. It is tough. So for you to literally have your one of your best friends, your roommates to believe in you and take that opportunity and seize it to what it is today. That's huge. That's amazing. Yeah, I owe him so much. I mean, uh, both, not just your, your roommate, but yourself. I mean, you, I, I wrote this down in, in my notes. I write during every interview. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's so, I think that's so good, by the way. And, like, that's uh, probably, that I probably helps it. so much. But the, the one quote that stands out, it's literally in the center of this notebook. It says, I'm not doing enough. All right. Because I think that's something that reigns in with a lot of creators. They're gonna kick yeah, themselves. I, I say that all the time. I my my chat always tries to reassure me too. They're always like like because I say that on stream, right? Where I where I genuinely feel like I'm not doing enough. And mm -hmm. my chat is always like like you're doing what you can, frog. Like they're so fucking they're wholesome, dude. They're but wholesome. at the same turn of the lick, I think you have to look back upon your accomplishments and be proud of it. And while it may you may not feel like you're doing enough, you're doing quite a lot right now. You are making a huge impact not just in, in the community's lives, but here on Twitch, man, to create the community you have, to, to transition from Paladins into Variety and taking that risk and doing what's better in the long run, that takes a lot of courage. And if anything, that would be the theme of your story today is courage, man. I got a lot of, like, I'm proud of you. I sit here and I'm humbled. You know, I'm 28 years old. I've, you and I, we've lived such different lives. But I look at you, man, and I and you know, you went to the restroom, your girlfriend was in the chat. She was talking about how proud she was. Your your best friend that invested in you, talking about how proud they are. And it's just so cool to to witness and be a part of that and, and see you grow, not just as a creator, because that's the thing. Create creation, I don't know how far anyone here will go. But you as a person, to see where you were from birth to now, that's fascinating. And I I I'm I, I give all the credit. To, to whether it be Brit, whether it be Tessa, whomever it may be, the world putting us here together and getting to, to learn a lot about your life here. Not everything. It's a 15-minute window, even though it was four <laughs> hours. But getting to see a glimpse in your life, man, I'm rooting for you. If there's anyone that I would want 
here in this space to thrive, man. It's yourself, man. That that's that's an incredible story. So thank you so much for your time and yeah. and your willingness to share. But you get the last words, all right? Uh, to all, what would you like to say to everyone fucking... listening on Twitch, YouTube, or Spotify? Go ahead. I can't believe you leave me to one up that. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to? Oh, no. <laughs> that was literally so. He fucking. He's done this 129 times. He wraps it up perfectly, just like that. And now <laughs> I got the last fucking sentence. Yeah. Fat, okay. Jesus. All right. Um. Moms, thank you. You've you've absolutely you've been so 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 incredible. You've been so fucking nice. I was so nervous before this interview and all day before it, like I mentioned to you. But seriously, the nerves faded away in 15 minutes. You are an absolute gem of an interviewer. Um, I'm gonna continue obviously listening to the show as I have been before. Uh, and thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on and share my story. Cause you know, I I do think it's a it's a unique one and it, it's been hard to <laughs> it's been hard to find a way to share it and this is really really streamlined it so i fucking i owe a huge thanks to you of course and uh i really hope we can do something again in the future i mean at the very least i'll see you in a couple weeks for the, yeah, for the, the tournament for when i win 500 dollars. uh you know you and, rock, and 63 other streamers rock. <laughs> just wait just wait i'm different though i'm different i'm excited hey i'm excited i have no favorites <laughs> i'm just i want to see who wins that's it but i'm excited for that and of course favorites. we'll keep in touch for the network and chat's choice and all that mm-hmm. jazz i'd love to have you uh meet some of my friends here online hang out with brit all that jazz it's it's a nice casual way of of collaboration you got you guys you guys all seem like such a cool group that i've i've been like i've been like trying to infiltrate it for a while it's finally (laughs) working that's honestly very good work trying to sneak my way the first the first day that i saw the show Mm. and i remember saying this my roommate dude he might remind he might remember i remember the first time that i saw you doing uh the show i was like i was like i want to get on this show i was i i remember saying that i was like i was like i want to get on this like i Awesome. That would be huge. And then and then I fucking and then I did it. So I feel I feel like I manifested it. Uh, you are the second person <laughs> to use the term manifested here, man. Second. Hey, it's it's dope. Like I'm I'm flattered, but honestly, it would be cool to just hang out and I'd love to introduce you to some people, man. It would be dope. It would be dope. All right. But Froggy, thank you so much. Uh oh, this is where we you. go our separate ways. I'll DM you after this show, all right? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'll, I'll catch you later. Thank you. All again. right. And goodbye, chat. Goodbye. You take care. <laughs>